This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Back in 2011, I invited Dave over to my uh, apartment to record a podcast. Um, I had to really push him to do it, and he did it. Um, And then I had to continue to push him to do it, and he still did it. We invited Brandon to start doing it with us, and he wouldn't let us stop doing it. And here we are, seven years later, and we still are marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can listen to this and all past episodes at our website, markingout.com. Also on all of your podcast sites. That's going to be iTunes. That's going to be Google Play, Amazon maybe. I don't know. Stitcher. Uh, not on SoundCloud anymore because we didn't have – we went through the bandwidth. Thank you, Zach Ryder, for crashing that for us. Um, anyway, also you can find us on various forms of social media. Facebook.com slash out, Twitter.com slash out. YouTube.com slash out 11 I've said it for the past three weeks. It's coming. Cooking with Brandon. I'm going to share a little story after we get through this opening monologue. But anyway, uh, if you want to maybe sponsor our show, I'm talking to you, blue microphones, because, you know, two of us are using your microphones, uh, out one at gmail.com. If you maybe you want to submit some music, maybe you have a question for us for the show for the next coming weeks, uh, go check us out there. Um, my We have a pro wrestling tea store. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Uh, maybe you scooped up a shirt during the uh, flash sale they had last weekend for the Royal Rumble. I know I scooped up a couple shirts, and we've had some good T-shirt talks, so we'll talk about that because maybe we should have a T-shirt time segment, like uh, you know, on the Jersey Shore. They, they uh, themselves anyway. have a brand new website. What Jersey? Oh yeah, they do. Pro Wrestling yes, Tees. I saw Jersey that. Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's still relevant. You never know. Yeah, my well, name is. Now there's a my new season is... coming out. Really. Yeah, is it the like same? Some... Is it all of them? No, I think it's missing. Um, actually, I don't even know the cast name. So Ronnie, the one that looks like Brian Cage, is he on it? I I think he's on it. There's. I, I think, think it's there's missing two, Angelina. Two girls are missing. Angelina, the one that tried uh, TNA out. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. Well, cause uh, she, I, w- I think she might be the only person that went out and got a real job. I don't know if anyone was... else is. She's an EMT. Really? Yeah. Wow, they're all not a bunch of losers. But, but then, the, but then the other, the other chick that was like the most famous one, not Snooky. Snooky. Jay Wow. No, the other. My friend one made more. out with Jay Wow. Where? Um, On her lips. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter, Chris Sween Dog. I'm also sitting here at Dave the Rave that all the ladies crave. You can follow him on Twitter, Dave the Rave underscore mo. Dave, hey. Hey. What's up? Uh, and also, <laughs> Not too much. Uh, we made this kid a YouTube sensation, and I don't get thanked for once ever. Uh, he's here with us as well. Cousin Brandon. Brandon Brandon. Brandon Sandow. I think we had a new one recently, but I forgot it. Uh, the guy, Hurley from Lost. Um, Beast from Beauty of the Beast. That was the new one. That's right. From the, the, the new word, the live action one that came out. Uh, anyway, you can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. The star of cooking with Brandon. Brandon, how you doing? You know, people come to me and they yes. say, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm doing awesome as always. 
Oh, man. I, I love how you included me in that we made him into a YouTube star. Just to clarify, I have done nothing. You did. Uh, you you I, fought with us. Well, I mean, you fought with me over an episode for recording voiceover work. You got really, really pissed off at uh, me. Episode four? No, episode through five of Cooking with Brandon. Was it five? It wasn't four? Yeah, yeah no, it was five. Was, yeah. It was, it was the ecto. It was the ecto cooler yeah. one. He, oh, and he, re- he like refused to re-record it. I'm like, listen, just just listen to this clip of NPR. This is how I want it. Yes, but um, yeah. I am having technical difficulties. Give me one moment while I mute. You know the okay. uh, you know the very first episode that I was on, I believe, was on uh, February 25th. What you? You and your days. I don't remember no, I think, anything. I think, oh, I, I, I think I remember that because it was Dave and I were going to um, a, a Rascal event? Flats concert. Oh, okay. Because otherwise that would – like the only other time that I would have sat in studio to say, yeah, I think Dolph Ziggler's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> would have That's been right. on February 1st, 2011 when Dave and I went to SmackDown – but that again, that wouldn't have made sense, because that would have been like I think that was the very first episode after the Royal Rumble. Yeah. So. Well, no, we did it after the first one we did was after Alberto Del Rio won that the the biggest Royal yeah. Rumble in history. That was that was then February first, two thousand eleven. This is now. Or February whatever two thousand eleven would would have been that first episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you want to talk about T-shirts because I I purchased some new ones this week. Okay, Ooh. So, I'm walking around Costco yesterday, and the, and the guy goes, hey, you're the tag team champions? Well, come over here and let me sell you on this. I'm like, <laughs> do you want some candy? I got I got a whole van full of that. And, what, and what absolutely, like, what I hate is that I, when I wore this shirt, I went to my, my t-shirt rack. I'm like, I don't think I want, like, I don't want to wear this shirt, but I've been wearing black shirts all week, so let me throw in some color. And, uh, and then this happens, and I'm like, you know what, I think this shirt might need some, might need some retirement. Yeah. And I, I need to, like, re- I need to, like, have a cycle of t-shirts, and I just need to put this one away for a bit. Yeah. Hey, kid, you want a super kick party in your mouth? Come over and try some of these hot pockets. I got some really nice hot pockets just out of the oven. Which, by the way, like, thank you to Cracker Barrel working with the Young Bucks for pro wrestling-wise aspect of it. But Bam Roasted for them not looking up the true definition of biscuit party before putting it on merch. I'm sorry. You told me this yesterday. What is a biscuit? I'm definitely party? not saying that on the show. You could okay. Go look so it up this yourself. is something. Yeah, non- it's something they should have looked up to see if anybody wrote anything before okay. making it onto a hat or merch or something. <laughs> it broke me. Woohoo! It seriously broke me. <laughs> I thought it, but when he said, "Hey, hey, hey, you, you're the tag team champions," I thought Brandon was gonna be like, "What is that? A fat joke?" Oh, well, no, I mean, I knew what shirt I was wearing. So I go, I was like, yeah. And then he goes, well, come over here. Can I interest you on a new roof or something like that? I was like, what? He should have been, he should have been like, well, tag, you're it. Come on over. Well, let me get the hot tag, brother, brother. Hot tag. Come check out these, this roofing over here. Yeah. Um, so anyway, like, I don't even know if the dude watches pro wrestling for him to just like, oh, let me like, oh, 
he did. The, he could have been the the same exact thing that my my teacher did when we went back the next year to visit the high school. The dude had like he used to use like note cards to like pull out your name to see like oh is uh, Brandon here. So I don't think he ever knew any of his students. And the oh, next year, nice. the next year we went. Back to the high school, he goes, oh, look at you, uh, Mr. Lifeguard, and you, Mr. Uh, Newpaltz, and Adinas. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you not know any of our names? Oh, yeah, that's awesome. how, did that, how did that make you guys feel? You thought the entire time that this guy actually liked you. No, you know what? I didn't think, I, I, no, no, because no, I think he, he used to call my house quite often about me disrupting the class. But, like, the guy, like, there was there was no way I couldn't disrupt his class. He was just too, like, prim and proper by the books for me mm-hmm. to, like, not interject. <laughs> nice. All right, so what's this uh, t-shirt talk? Oh, so, yeah, I went on Pro Wrestling Tees uh, Sunday night during the uh, uh, Royal Rumble because they had that flash sale. So, what did I buy? Oh, I bought a Rocket Trapper shirt. Oh, nice. Yeah, I bought the Rocket Trap shirt, and then I bought a, a DDP shirt. I was going to get a DDP yoga shirt, but I'm like, I have one upstairs somewhere. I could just find it and cut the sleeves off and you know, think I'm jacked when I do my DDP yoga. But I got the one. He's, like, holding up the WCW title. It's cool. It says, like, DDP in, like, the background. It has him holding up the title. That's I cool. It, yeah, I thought it was cool. Any, any shirt purchases this week, Brandon? I did not. No, but how was your week otherwise? It was good. I can't say I did much. We had our last week, our the bathroom window randomly shattered. Nice. Like, have did you, you ever heard of such a thing? Yeah, ghosts. We've been speaking. We've been speaking about ghosts too much on the podcast, so they're finally uh, over your way. Yeah. So I I had to go. Like I, I I watched them replace the, the the window. Like they took it was it's a it's a, it's a a solid wooden door with a glass window. They took the, the the glass part out and then just put another panel in there. I was like, damn, that's insane. Did you set up a chair and just sit back and watch them? Because that would be kind of entertaining to see. I was laying back on my couch watching through the window. <laughs> <laughs> that's even better. For some nice. reason, I just have to know, were you sipping iced tea? Or something? I, I, I no, feel I like that's an iced tea sipping oh, uh, thing to do. I wasn't. Oh. It was post-meal. Oh, all right, all right. Well, but that, and yeah, and then I also I went to uh, Grand Lux, crushed some happy hour. Nice. Yeah. What'd you get? Uh, I got the Asian nachos, which are like their wontons with uh, cheese, chicken, Peanut sauce. Is there any sort of Asian cheese? No, it's just like I think it. It must be mozzarella cheese. So it's like okay. they mix that with that. Okay. And I was so disappointed. I I forgot to ask for no um, wasabi cream on it because that is just so gross. I hate wasabi. I'm I'm not a fan of wasabi either. It just to me it just tastes like horseradish, which ultimately it probably is here. It is horseradish. So, but and then wasabi. I also I had they have. Uh, they got new sliders on the menu. They used to have like plain cheeseburgers, but then they made them like their happy hour burger, except smaller. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which their happy hour burger is one of the best burgers I've ever had. Nice. Uh, but the sliders, know, like... the sliders weren't uh, 
I, I guess I wanted more like juice to it. So when, when they were when they were juice. small, yeah. dude, that's a good line. Like, come on. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was, just, I I was shaking my head. It. I was shaking my head through that whole thing last night. I will talk about it in a minute, though. I, don't know. I, I went to this uh, place called Sliding Dirty, where it's pure sliders. Uh, I went with a few friends, and we did car- uh, trivia over there. And the sliders that they had at this place, Sliding Dirty, in uh, Troy, New York, is amazing. You should uh, never try it because you probably will never have the opportunity to, so I won't suggest it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I definitely would rather eat that than uh, Grand Lux. And what I had even uh, – what? Were, yeah, first of all, how much were they? Um, I think it was twelve dollars for two sliders that's, and fries. That's absolutely bam roasted. I paid four sliders five ninety five. Well, that's also your quality you're complaining about. I'm not complaining about the quality. I'm just saying I preferred the the large burger to the sliders, but the sliders themselves are absolutely delicious. I don't know. I got a like a dirty kernel, which is like fried chicken and a few like it just like they have the most absurd combinations on the sliders but it's pretty much like it's a gourmet meal um it's not just a slider so they're like artisan app- sliders yes 100 percent. it's not there's, just an appetizer there's this place that by us uh it's called the good life and the last time we were there we had they were like it was called like the day after sliders it was like a turkey with like mashed potatoes stuffing and like cranberry sauce on them they were delicious and rather than put them on like a bun they put it on like a dinner roll and it's pure sliders at this place or no no, it, it, it's it's like a uh, it's like all those like craft beer bars. So a hipster, you know, place. it kind of hipsterish. Yes. So I'll, was, I'll have to check was, it out. Sounds... Was Chameleonaire at your place, Dave? I oh, is that the driving dirty person? It's riding dirty. Are you kidding? Yeah. Me? No, I don't care for him. Why well, was he at yours? You went to a place that was named after the song. Clearly. I didn't. It's, uh, a play on, it's a play on words. It's funny. Play on words. You well, were like, we went to Slide and Dirty. And I'm like, was Chameleonaire there? And you're like, no. Was he there for you? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, what? He wrote that I song, The Ride like, Dave doesn't listen to hip-hop music. I don't they know. See they see me rolling. They see me hating. They well, tried yeah. to catch me riding dirty. <laughs> well, Chris, how was your week? Anything uh, happened? Busy, 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 busy. Well, last week since we recorded the podcast, um, it was restaurant week in the restaurant industry, so that was heck. Um, it's like on Long Island. Yeah, it was restaurant week. Yeah, Long Island restaurant week was last week. It was heck. What? Yeah, it was. It was insane. You know, it's like I didn't get my emails to remind me. No, I. First of all, I don't do restaurant restaurant week. The only thing that ever to me is worth it is in New York City for Brazilian, which I'm still trying to go to. Which so, is but it's happening it, now. But mm-hmm. it's just like, man, it's like we opened at 12 o'clock. By 1 o'clock, I had like eight tables, and it just didn't stop all day long. Until it, it – like no, like Friday, I got in at 4. By like 5.30, I had like eight tables. I'm like losing my mind. And then the same thing happened on Saturday, and then it ends by like 7. It's just like, ugh. And it's like I, I give good service, but it's like I know everybody's just there for the restaurant week gimmick. So it's like – Okay, here's Restaurant Week menu. I'll be back. See you later. Do you think Restaurant Week is worth it, though? I I mean, it's a good way for a lot of restaurants to get exposure. I mean, yeah, it's a gimmick, but, like, is it ultimately it, price-wise worth it? 
Absolutely. I've, I've been to some oh, restaurant absolutely. weeks on Long Island that are like, oh, here's this and this and this, and you add it up, you get like a dollar off. Oh, no, because our, let's see, it's, what is it, twenty eight ninety five. The dessert that included is, is usually like 13 bucks. No, it was like 10 bucks. You know, the entrees range from anywhere from like 20 to 30 so that's 30 bucks right there. And then your appetizer is another 10 so it's 40 You get so like, and it's the same like, size? A little bit smaller. But like, you know, we do like muscle pots at our, the restaurant I work at. So it's like those it's are the same exact size. They can't make them any smaller. Right, yeah. So it's like, it, you know, us, overall, it's it's amazing for the price. And it's so, great. But it's just like for the food service industry, I'm not going into work going, all right, it's restaurant week. All right. It's just like, all right, time to lube up and let's go because it's going to be a wrong day. So it's a good time for like if you're if you don't have any idea of the restaurant, it's a good time to taste test and try new things out that you ha- wouldn't usually try. All right. Absolutely. But it's like, yeah, so that was Friday, Saturday. And then for some reason, Sunday, I got home at one o'clock in the morning and then I woke up at 430 in the morning. So I got no sleep on Saturday, Sunday, editing work to do on Sunday, watched the Royal Rumble. And then I had a bunch of editing work to do this week. I was in Connecticut Wednesday, Thursday for my other job. And then last night I was at the restaurant too. And it was a slow night. So it was good. But overall, it was a very hectic week. This week looks like it's going to be hectic, too. We got the Super Bowl tomorrow. I don't really care who wins. Uh, Dave, how was your week? It was pretty good. I mean, like I said before, I went to that sliding dirty place. Um, And then, honestly, I was just riding on such a high from Royal Rumble for the few days following that, um, that everything was just a really good day. I mean, I started to just uh, slowly pack up my apartment slowly uh it's slowly coming together you know i may have to sell a few things up there um but overall it was it was a good week i mean the other night i got to watch um iowa iowa taking on who are they against um a minnesota wrestling match on one of the television channels uh big 10 network so that was really cool nice and yeah tonight they're gonna have ohio state versus uh penn state so i'm gonna probably watch that but everything's going great over here. Did you know Dave's finisher was a headlock? No, Dave's finisher was the 3DT. No, no, no. In real wrestling, <laughs> in real wrestling, his finisher was a headlock. Uh, in real wrestling, it was the 3DT. All right, because re- professional wrestling is not fake. Okay. Oh, look what I just did there! Sit down, mic drop. Let's get on to the Royal Rumble. Let's get on to Royal Rumble weekends here. He's no comeback. It's amazing. No, I did it. I uh, finally did. You just <laughs> yelled. What, what I was going to say oh, is, the best. is that it's not fake, but it's predetermined. Well, something that may not be predetermined, but is the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is a hundred percent predetermined. Yeah, I, I may be one of the few people, but I'm actually hoping that the Pats win. No. No. I no. can't see. I don't. I don't like Philly. I want a double DQ. I don't want anybody to win. <laughs> I want the Super Bowl to be canceled by 2020. I want it out. I don't care about the Super Bowl. Never that's, cared about the Super Bowl. That's when XFL comes in. I wanted. I wanted to go eat all you can eat pancakes on Super Bowl Sunday. My friend pulled out, so we can't go. I'm not going anymore. I, I have to work for Monday. <laughs> it's like I don't I have... want. There's there's no point to the Super Bowl. Yeah, there is. It's it's the culmination of no. Uh, the commercials mm-hmm. suck. The game, hey, Impa- the football, football dumb. Impact's KM is going to be in a Super Bowl commercial this year, so that's something to look forward oh, to. For is that true or is that? Yeah, fake. it's actually true. Is that, I watched a, the is that actually it's, a Super Bowl commercial? 
It is actually a Super Bowl commercial. Well, congratulations to Kevin Matthews. I know yeah. uh, Bowens is in a commercial too now. Lunchables. Yeah. Nice. I have a Lunchables in my uh, fridge right now. There you go. Yeah, he's the Lucha Libre in that commercial. Yes, he is. All right, so let's get on to talk about Philly. You know, Philly's going to be in the Super Bowl this week, but last week they had uh, the lovely honor of ha- hosting a plethora of WWE events, and it started off on Saturday night with NXT TakeOver. Uh, Taking place at the we- Wells Fargo Center? Yeah, the Wells Fargo Center. Yeah, um, Brandon running away with a perfect sweep. Yeah, perfect sweep of predictions. Dude, NXT Brandon. is my brand. Like, I can't, like, say that anymore. Is that- oh, man, you it's just gonna- jinxed it. No, yep, it's, honestly, it's, it's, I, I could just be renamed Bren XT. Bren. Bren, Bren maybe. Bren. Bren XT. Bren. Bren. Bren yeah, there we go. Uh, it doesn't work to me. Right, no, no. Well, first match, they had the tag team titles on the line. Undisputed Error retained over Authors of Pain. This is pretty much your technical wrestling versus powerhouse wrestling. It just worked. Yeah, it worked. And you know what? They did a lot. Undisputed, uh, Undisputed Era did a lot of really good heel things. Like, they worked on the legs, which showed in the finish, because one of them, Toka, Razor, those are the Ninja Turtles. Akim, one of them, you know, couldn't keep him up for the Super Collider, so he fell back, and, you know, he got the, the quick pin. I thought it was, it was fun. It was a fun tag team match. Yeah, I mean, there were, I'm there looking were points, forward to them getting the call. There were points I was like, damn, Authors of Pain are about to win the titles back. They're about yeah. to become the only two-time NXT champions. Wow. And then That's interesting. Happen. Um, next up, you had Velveteen Dream pick up the victory over Cassius Ono. This is the match that uh, show, that uh, Triple H called was, might be the show stealer, but I'm kind of disappointed because it really wasn't the show stealer. It Dude, was, it was I thought this match. was awesome. First of all, th- Velveteen Dream comes out wearing boxing shorts because Cassius Ono is the knockout artist. I think it's just also because it's of not the because Rocky of Rocky. Stop Billy. saying because of Rocky. There was no Rocky reference. There was he had Muhammad Ali on his tights. There was no Rocky reference. Children. Right. Children. Children. But I, I, I told this to Brandon, too. It, it, his, you know, yes, it was. Velveteen Dream was an African-American. He was playing off the Muhammad Ali thing, you know, who was also maybe one of the best African-American fighters of the best of all time. Uh, he had Cassius Ono's face on the other side. Um, they were in Philadelphia, which is the home of Rocky. So that's where I see Brandon. I mean, Dave getting that whole gimmick from. But overall, the short, the tights were a Muhammad well, they, Ali. They paid tribute to the Liberty Bell by ringing the bell. Well, oh yeah, it was, I I love that he's incorporating his opponent's uh, faces on the his gear. Very I think Rick that Rude. that's yeah, so Rick Rude, and it's perfect for his gimmick. And this was, I thought it was really good match. I thought it was a good match, but you know what? There was a couple spots that I thought like, like there was one spot where Cassius was going to fly for something and. Oh, um, Velveteen Dream hit him into that uh, flipping Death Valley driver. Yeah. Which, that got a kind of flubbed. But, you know, Cassius Ono's an almost 300-pound dude. So it's like... Did you guys watch that documentary piece about Cassius Ono that they released, like, I think it was, like, uh, Friday night? I did. It's like an eight-minute... Eight, I thought it was so well done. So well done. And, you know, you kind of saw the way that, you know... He goes, some people know me as Chris Hero. I was like, I do. I do know him as Chris Hero. I was wearing... <laughs> I was wearing my Chris is Awesome shirt this morning. There you and now, go. And now I'm wearing my Mark and Nat shirt because we're doing because I'm a loser like yeah. that. Dave, but what, yeah, overall, what are you wearing? <laughs> Creep. <laughs> what do you mean? We're all going to say our T-shirts that we're wearing. Dave's not wearing a shirt right now. No, clearly by the silence, right? He's like thinking, do I say I'm naked? Do I like? <laughs> <laughs> how, how do I guide this? <laughs> uh, but yeah, solid match between Cash Sono and Velveteen Dream. Um, 
Velveteen Dream is going to be a star. If it's an NXT, if it's on the main roster, you know, he's got the look, you know, he could be, I mean, I don't want to say he's a true heel because everybody was behind him that night. You know, it was very 50-50 crowd during that match. But, like, it's it's so crazy because, like, he just, like, gets it. He, he's definitely something, uh, someone special because, especially if you go back in his his history of everything, this is someone that uh, actually really loves the business and he used to sleep overnight in his car just to work a show the next day uh, or even just train. Um, and it's it shows with his work ethic that this guy really loves and has an idea of what he wants as his character and it's going to be fun to watch him grow even further like watching yeah. him from tough enough to now it's like congratulations for not winning tough enough because yeah. they always seem to like not who went, t- who went tough enough josh bridell oh, and oh sarah yeah he's already lee. released sarah yeah. lee also yeah all right good for them uh, good for well, them Next up, you had the women's title on the line. Ember Moon picked up the victory over Shayna Baszler. Um, I there's a few things that I liked about this. I like that Shayna Baszler used that Raymond Rowe flip over knee to the face spot. Yeah, um, that was pretty cool. And then she just worked over Ember Moon's uh, arm the entire time. And the selling of Ember Moon, man, I think everybody should like study that tape. I thought that was phenomenal. Yeah, it was yeah, the way she's and the way she sold that elbow injury. But someone like, someone was tweeting to us said, Oh no, it was overkill. I'm like, absolutely not. I thought that was abs- I thought that was perfect. And she's also in in the same way, she's putting over Shayna Baszler as being this am I allowed to say the A word? No. <laughs> no. This bad bot. You could you know, say you bad, could say ace. This bad ace chick. <laughs> Where are you because she's the the Queen of Spades. I get it, Brandon. Nice. Yeah. She, yeah, this she's she's a bad chick. You know, and really putting that over, especially, you know, getting the quick the quick pinfall, which I thought that transition into the into the, the victory was awesome. And then at the end of the match, trying to choke her out and then her choking out again. The EMTs though did a terrible, terrible job. Yeah, I agree. They're just like, huh? Potato. Even even uh. backstage they were awful. They were like, Oh, do you want me to carry your championship belt? And she's like it, it was just <laughs> really, really bad. They said but belt? Well, no, they, they they just said, like, do you, do you want me to carry this? And, yeah, it was just really bad. But the rear naked chokehold on there, and I like the interview at the end where Baszler was being interviewed about her loss. And she's like, well, if you saw anything, I don't feel like I lost. I mean, have you seen her? She's in the trainer's office, and I'm not. Yeah, so, very, very smart. Very yeah. smart. Good, good booking for it. So, yeah. Up next, you had an Extreme Rules match in Philadelphia taking place. Alistair Black picking up the victory over Adam Cole. What a match. Yeah. And, and the story that they told, too, with Alistair Black. He, you know, he even said in promos, too, he's like, I don't need weapons to beat you because I am a weapon. He picked up a kendo stick. He's just like, uh, uh, guess what? I don't need this. He picks up a steel chair. Oh, hey, I'm going to hit you with this. Psych. No, I'm not. It was cool. I liked it a lot. The Asai. I was going to say, I would have liked to have seen some involvement from, like, I know it'd be super random and, like, out of place, but just, like, come on, book the BWO. Why? Have the BWO run in here. What? I just, that's something I think that. Oh, my. No, You, Mark. Mark. Yeah, but look what happened anyway. They had they had Sanity run in. They had had uh, Undisputed Era run in too. I wasn't far off. Clear out. I wasn't far off from it. 
Oh, you were you were so far no. off that you're on another planet. No, Wouldn't you no. brand for the rest of the episode? Sanity, um, wow. sanity is similar to the BWL. There's three wow. of them. There's Whoa. three of them. I don't think I can do this podcast anymore, guys. I oh, think seven man. years is over. Done. That was come on. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the online listening experience. Come on. Yeah, come on. No way. Just because you want your stupid little Mark dreams doesn't mean they, it would have been better for them to be suited in the Royal Rumble because I think that would have got a bigger pop. I mean, yes. It Not in been... this match. This like this match like. Philadelphia, you got extreme rules. Don't play to the crowd always. Don't don't always give them that stuff. I don't think, I, no. I don't think anyone was chanting for BWO. <laughs> well, talking about Brandon. chanting, talking about chanting, Johnny Gargano was so over in this title match, the main event. Almas picking up the victory to retain his championship over Johnny Gargano, but the crowd was so heavily behind Johnny Gargano the entire time. I, I don't, I don't think Chris to, was uh, finished uh, with the tag team. Yeah, I, I mean, was, the Extreme Rules match. I wasn't. Nope. We'll keep on going. All right. Anyway, uh, the Asai moonsault that Alistair Black hit into uh, the kendo shot from Adam Cole. That, yeah, like, th- that. that sold that sold the match, match for me anyway. Listen, yeah, don't, I, don't, let, don't let Brandon's Mark Dreams make you want to speed up the show. <laughs> Let's just put him down because I want to talk about this match because it was great because I feel like now this match – kind of has to set up who's going to be next in line for the NXT title. The- you said uh, main event. Everybody, are you guys all sitting down? Let's do it. Wait, 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 wait. The double right, foot stomp through the table? It was awesome, too. This match was you- really good. I feel like it, was- it might be the best Extreme Rules match I've ever seen. But Maybe. anyway, are you guys sitting down? Yes. Sitting down. David, are you sitting down? I mean, Brady, you sitting down? I'm standing up. I'm freaking excited. No, you're not. You are sitting down. You want me to you... Skype you? You want me to cam show it? I don't know. <laughs> no, but anyway, so the main event, as Dave said, Andrade C. Elmas, Andrade C. And Elmas, Johnny Gargano, Dave Meltzer, the most glorified mark there is in the world, gave this match five stars. That's right. WWE match got five stars from Dave effing Meltzer. Like, I... that's a... And do you agree with him? I mean, I... Dude, I thought I this guess. match was f- phenomenal. I don't go I, on I, a five-star just... rating scale or something because there are other matches that I say 100% are as good as. I thought this match was better than Omega vs. Okada 2 or whatever. So... Man, I think is a big-time mark. I don't play to him. But I think that this... like. From the entrance, this was awesome because Almas coming out in his uh, La Sombra uh, mask. The whole mariachi band, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Who also rocked Lucha masks, which I thought was cool. Yeah. yeah. And uh, just so much great chain wrestling in this match. Yeah, it was cool. And, you know, and the big spots, you, you got your outside involvement from Zelina Vegas and Candice LeRae, which was who cool. She was, she was apparently paying tribute to um, Lita. Lita. Mm. Really? Yeah, which I, I wouldn't have picked up on, but then, like, you know, yeah, well, I saw Zelina Vega, like, answered a fan's question or something, and I wouldn't have picked up on it, but, like, when when you go back and see, it's like, oh, yeah, of course. What was the uh, reference, though? She was yeah. wearing similar gear to what Lita used to wear in 2019, no, what year was that? 19? 2019, Brandon. 1990. All right, so it's, it's gear-related, though. 2000? Yeah. Speaking of gear. Speaking of gear, props well, yeah, wait. To, uh... First of all, the last five-star match that 
Meltzer gave to WWE was CM Punk versus uh, John Cena. Back in the okay. year 2011 at Money in the Bank. Yeah, because he's a mark. He's like, oh, New Japan. Gurgle, gurgle. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Johnny Gargano, I think, maybe one of the most purest baby faces in WWE. I don't know if you guys agree with me on that. I just feel like he's, you know. Yeah, I feel like they are playing him up to be a very huge baby face um, and gather a lot of support. I mean, not to jump ahead of the match, but even at the conclusion oh. of the event. I mean, just huge baby face. Huge baby face. And after the the match, they, you know, keep the tight on him, being all beat up and really bummed out about it. Um, and then he gets attacked by Tommaso Ciampa, which I thought was a really wasted opportunity. They did it wasted. already. Dude, they did that same exact spot. Uh, yeah, they did. I know, but it's like you could have had like you could have had it in the match. I'm glad it didn't happen during the match. I didn't want a tainted victory. His like basically his first title defense for. Yeah. But yeah, now, I... but but now the way that they set this up ending takeover, it's like now you know at NXT Takeover New Orleans you're gonna get Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano and like probably like a no holds barred match or something like that, a fight fight without honor or something like that, and then you'll have. Uh, you know, CN Almas versus maybe an Alistair Black or Killian Dane or some Velveteen Dream or somebody like that. So it's really setting up NXT TakeOver New Orleans to be huge. Also, it's I, Champa. I, what's that? It's Champa. Oh, Champa. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Mr. I want the BWO to run in during Extreme Rules matches. Sorry. Well, I like I, to pronounce people's names right. And he, he specifically put out a video how to pronounce his name. And the commentary teams and announcers continue to not pronounce his name correctly. Right, so Brandon, what, what's the name? Fred what? Yeah, he. There you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I disagree with you. I think that the end of this was great with Champa, uh, Champ, I almost said Champa um, attacking him. Because like Brandon said, if it happened during the match, it would take away from that aspect that they were putting on. And yeah. if you do it later on, the only real time to do it would be uh, NXT TV taping, which... Um, would have been I feel like that. Yeah. It would have been spoiled, right? But I feel like instead of, you know, you give him the clean win, you have to go get him, walk out, everybody feels sympathy for him, and then you do it at the NXT taping, bring him back. Because I feel like, I don't know. I It kind of just, it would have great, you know, he could went out on a standing ovation. It's just like, oh, yeah, now here comes Tommaso Ciampa still in a knee brace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so. Ciampa. It, 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 all right, Brendan, whatever you have to say. <laughs> Brendan. I used to give people, I used to, like, yell at people when I was, like, really young that they're pronouncing my name wrong. They'd be like, Brandon, and I'd be like, it's Brandon. I don't remember this, but I get told that all the time. And then then as I got older, I just didn't care. My teacher in high school used to call me Brendan. And uh, one time this kid raised his hand, and he goes, do you know his name is Brandon? And she goes, why didn't you tell me anything, like, sooner? And I was like, almost the the year was almost over. I was like, eh, whatever, I didn't care. Another spot in this match that I really liked was the double knees that Almas did to uh, Gargano on the apron to the buckle. I thought yeah. that that part was really sick. Yeah, it was good. You know, maybe this could be a uh, NXT match of the year candidate going forward. Last yes, year's uh, match of the year candidate, which was announced in the pre-show. Uh, Tyler def- Bate versus Pete Dunne. Mm-hmm. Take over Chicago, which is cool. Well, they definitely set the bar high for yeah, yeah. Uh, matches. And then let's not forget about all the special appearances. You had EC3, uh, War, War Machine, Ricochet. And let's not forget, Maria Menounos was there. 
Yeah, well, Maria Menounos, <laughs> you knew Maria Rio Menounos was going to be there because she's always had an affiliation with WWE. Yeah. You know, War Machine and Ricochet would be there because they just got signed. But the biggest out of all of them, EC3, but it wasn't EC3, it was EC Space 3, was there. Yeah. It, they announced but I was, dude, the fact that he's EC3 still is amazing. It's awesome. Now they just I need, think- like, they need, just buy the rights from, from Dixie's husband. I, well, think, I, I think he made the song. Oh, trouble! Yeah, just like you—you're oh, you, not gonna. There's no possible way WWE is gonna top, ladies and gentlemen, EC3, and then you two would chime in and do the trouble, 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 trouble. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I actually like the commentators because they did make reference to that, saying I, I they did bring up trouble that there's yeah. trouble or something like that. But EC3 was awesome seeing. Uh, on NXT, and then he cut a promo backstage they had on the backstage uh, Fallout or whatever they do, pretty much saying uh, that he's at NXT to for good. So it's going to be an exciting year. Yeah, absolutely. I'm assuming he'll probably debut at NXT Takeover New Orleans. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and against uh, who usually gets the the squashes when new guys come in? Johnny Gargano. No, uh, yeah, no. He's, Bobby Roode. Yeah. <laughs> No, but uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting for NXT. They're really setting the year up to be something really special, as they always do, because you know Triple H uh, takes this to feed to the internet uh, wrestling marks like us. Yeah, one hundred percent. Let's get to the yeah, but like you big- can't like do it like that. I thought NXT Takeover was great, and it was, and I had very low expectations for the Royal Rumble, and it but just Royal- completely like blew me away. Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble yeah. 2018. This could be maybe one of the events of the year. Uh, you got a bunch of pre-show stuff. You got uh, a little 205 live action. Kalisto, Grand Metallic, and Lindsay Dorado, the Lucha House Party, defeated TJP, Drew Gulak, and Drew Gallagher. Uh, Jack Gallagher. Do I say Drew Gallagher? Yeah. Jack Gallagher. You got to appreciate that the ring announcer didn't even know yeah. about Lindsay Dorado. He had to ask the referee what his name was. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, you had revival. He didn't actually video. wait. He didn't actually ask the ref, did he? Yeah, yeah. You can see it in the clip that he actually asked the ref. Dude, that spot though that they they both they all three of them launched moonsaults. That's cool. And, and what sucks is that it was done in such a small, maybe in front of what like three hundred people. But yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's a shame about that, but it's also. I mean, with time limited and everything like that, yeah, it's, no, yeah. it works. But, like people should have been. In yeah, the blame, blame blame the Wells Fargo Center for not getting these people. Uh, you no, know, I don't. I don't think right I could. I don't think I could blame them. No, Barclays. No, Barclays Center does not know how to run their their arena. They don't. Their employees well, we, don't know how to do anything. They they curse and they don't do their jobs. Well, you had the revival pick up the victory over Balor Club. What do you guys think about this? I mean, yeah, we've been pushing for a revival to get some sort of a push instead of loss, 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 but now it's against the Balor Club who just went over them on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, who hey, retaliation. They didn't, it was to show, like, oh, you don't have X-Pac? You don't have Shawn Michaels, Triple H, New Age Outlaws? You don't have Scott Hall in your corner? You don't have Finn Balor? Guess what? No flips, just fists. Bam Rosa, um, we think, won. I don't, th- I don't think Luke Gallows or Carl Anderson does uh, any flips. What are you talking yeah, about? I, I always see them doing the flip skis, brother. Yeah, I'm sure you do, brother, brother. Luke Gallows uh, but... goes to the top rope, hits one of the perfect shooting star presses. <laughs> All oh, the time. I remember. That. I remember. Uh, you had Bobby Roode's first ever glorious U.S. Open challenge. What a disappointment. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, Mojo Raleigh. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, through, oh, through the news sources, they say it was supposed to be Adam Cole or Dolph Ziggler. But, but they rewrote why you, it. Why would you have Ziggler on the kickoff? Yeah, exactly. And why would you have Adam Cole coming off of a great match he had last night that's... face Bobby Roode in such a, a short fashion? For whatever We've not reason, many people in the was. crowd yet. But uh, then they were like, oh, Mojo Rawley. I'm like, what? This was such a letdown to have him come out. And... It could yeah, have been anybody. It literally could have been anybody. And they're like, oh, by the way, it's Mojo. <laughs> Thanks. Well, on to the actual Royal Rumble pay-per-view. I won the um, predictions, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. I did it. I did it. Ah, yeah, Chris, you're great. Ah. Chris picking up the victory. Someone Absolutely. else picking up the victory was AJ Styles in the opening contest. Two, uh, two-on-one handicap match. Picking up the victory over Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Kevin yeah, Owens refer- and Sami Zayn were screwed. Are we allowed yeah. to say that on the show? That word? I, nah. Um, but yeah, no, they you know they were by uh, you know the referee didn't see the uh, the tag and AJ gets the win, but it's like the referee have the referee there was no tag. The referee assumed there was a tag. When does the referee yeah. ever assume that there was a tag? But what, don't they, too, don't they have too much into the match? Looking too much into it? No, because what but the hell, had... man? They just gave us instant replay the other week. Yeah, and then and then afterwards they went and complained to Shane McMahon. He goes, "Yep." I thought that was funny. He goes, "Yeah, I don't care." Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought it was a it was a good match. Yeah, solid. Uh, yeah, tag for, team title. Especially for the like the 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 format that it was. I, I mean, for as far as like a handicap match for the WWE Championship, I I enjoyed this match. I know, but definitely, I thought it was definitely a good match to open to get the the crowd hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um. I feel like you couldn't have Sammy KO win the, win the title because I feel like you have to have AJ go into WrestleMania with the WWE Championship. Right. Agreed. Up um, next, I thought was going to be the Raw Tag Team Championships. Turned out to be the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Two out of three falls match. Uh, Usos retaining the titles, picking up the victory over Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin in a 2 nothing. Yeah. Finally. Was- finally, someone in one of these matches goes too straight. This I am very excited over because not just who's in the match, but I was just excited in general that someone actually went 2-0 and in one of these match formats. I was excited I was... for this match. I thought it was going to be like the best match of the card, and it kind of fell short for me. I was kind of disappointed. Did. I think everybody wanted that third fall. That's why. I No, That's I'm, why I fine. I'm fine with the two falls. I think I was still like riding highs from, from AJ Styles and Cammy. Mm-hmm. So, but, but I, mean, I, I, I was the only one that predicted this right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a tough one to predict because you expected it, but for, to go 2-0, and oh, I mean, what is this going to do about Gabriel, Gable and uh, Benjamin Grable? now? Grable. Uh, Gable and Benjamin now, 2-0, and oh, I mean. Sit back down. Let somebody else uh, be the new number one contenders. I mean, they, yeah. had, they had a good match on SmackDown. Yeah, oh, they did. Great match yeah. on SmackDown. They're good. Chad Gable's awesome. It's just, it's just Shelton Benjamin really just hasn't, like, they haven't done what they should have done with him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as you mentioned, number one contendership, the number one contendership was on the line with the Royal Rumble men's match next. 
Shinsuke Nakamura picking up the victory. Dude, when they announced. really leading the show this week. When they announced, (laughs) when they announced, they're like, up next, the 30-man Royal Rumble. I was eating a brownie, and I literally almost choked on it when they said that the men's Royal Rumble was coming first. I know. I was like, wow. I was like, oh my. I was like, like 8 o'clock? I was like, dude, that means the women are closing the show. That's insane. It's awesome. But I think this was maybe one of the most memorable Royal Rumbles in a long time. Yeah, dude, I was saying this the other week, like, not on the show, but as far as Royal Rumble history goes, there's not, like, when you go back and look at the winners of Royal Rumbles, there's not many that, like, oh, this is, like, a surprise. Like, everyone else is, like, as expected almost. Like, The Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H. Only the real surprises are, like, Lesnar, Benoit, Rey Mysterio, maybe John Cena because he returned. Yeah, like, I was at that Royal in, Rumble. In 2008? Yeah, I was there. Maybe Del Rio, was... even though people didn't want to see Del Rio. Clearly, they wanted um, Santino to win that. Oh, yeah. And then right. as far as everything else goes, that's like there's not many surprises like that. No, this was definitely my favorite Royal Rumble in recent history. And Absolutely. I, like like you mentioned, the surprises, there was really, you, you of course, going into this, you hear Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns. And then you come down to the conclusion of it. And I'm not, I mean, let's gather everything else, but it was just an amazing match. I mean, I love the entrance. You start off with Aiden English doing the entrance for Rusev and the Rusev day chance so heavily over. Um, I was, I was very like set on Elias should be number one, but uh, but, the way it opened, I thought was good. And and the way way that they they got Elias into it, I thought was good too. Yeah, you had Baron Corbin get eliminated, and then you have him just take out everyone to buy Elias time to do his entrance and then even do a little concert in the ring while everybody's still recovering from Baron Corbin's attack. It was just well well done. And Elias, yeah. and then, Elias gets cut off yeah. by the NXT champion Andrade Cien Almas. That, like, blew what? me away. Yeah, I know. Taz, I did, this is, Taz I'm said gonna, I'm he gonna... didn't like it. Taz was, like, pissed off. Not pissed off, but, like... Oh, the NXT champion shouldn't be treated like that. He Taz, had a great Taz, showing. Taz, don't be Meltzer. Don't be Meltzer, Taz. Don't, don't melt this. Come on, Taz. Yeah. But I thought CN almost had a great showing. Oh, you know, 100%. He, 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 eliminated, you know, he eliminated Kofi Kingston in a match, which was great. He held his own. He was in the match for 30 minutes. Yeah. And the way that he eliminated Kofi was genius. He was ready to throw him out on the New Day side, but then flipped it to eliminate him on the opposite side that they were located. Huge heel move right as there. As soon as That's... as soon as Bray Wyatt came out, I was like, "Oh come on, don't tell me that he's gonna be like one and done, like a quick minute in and out." And then he yeah. lasted for thirty minutes. I was like, "This is incredible. And That's awesome." Let's also not forget who eliminated him, Randy Orton. Yeah. It's yeah. not like he got Which, eliminated dude, by Heath Slater or Aiden English. What have I been saying for months? Randy Orton yes, needs I... to go to NXT. When that happened, I was like, "Yo, here's the storyline." Randy, it's set up. Go to NXT. Randy. But I don't understand what Taz is complaining about. He's just complaining for the No, well, I, I kind of, like, in some sense, I understand it. But, like, overall, like, I think they had both of them. Him and, and Ember Moon had great showings in the Rumble. I agree. I, I think that sometimes people just have to take it for what it was. It was an amazing match. And to just pick at every little thing that you may not like, you can, I mean, go away. Number the, New Day were, the New Day were awesome in it. The pancake spot was incredible. And then flipping oh. Kofi over was always was, great. 
that was a great way to eliminate gender. And then you had uh, Biggie feeding, pretty much feeding uh, Slater all the pancakes. It was um, so funny because whenever somebody got dumped out on that side, you just see all the pancakes on the floor every time I laugh yeah. hysterically. Uh, um, backstage, the number, we had Dillon, Dillinger. Yeah, I was going to say the number, number 10 spot. Dillinger uh, was supposed to be making his entrance again at number 10, but you cut backstage and you see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn beating up Dillinger, and then Sami Zayn takes that number 10 spot. Yeah, I, I so thought first, Corbin. Uh, I thought it was going to be Corbin beating up Dillinger. Yeah, but then he couldn't. He still couldn't go back into the match. So you have to have somebody in that ten spot. I yeah. was surprised that Kevin Owens wasn't in this match. Yeah, I mean, are you yeah. using are you using um, Wikipedia right now to? No, I I just wrote down notes. Are I you wrote Chris down notes. or no? I have a I have four pages of notes for this episode, and you're not letting me talk. Come on! Well, I just wanted to say I wanted to say that the NX on on the Wikipedia page for the Royal Rumble right now, the number fourteen slot is Sanskar Mishra. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, so Sanskar number fourteen. You had you had a lot more surprise entrances. Uh, Number twenty one, the Hurricane made his return to be uh, quickly eliminated by John Cena in a perfect spot though. Like that was like. The crowd went absolutely nuts when he goes for the horror slam. I marked out. The crowd marked out. I yeah, thought it was I awesome. I, do you want me to read you my text conversation I had with Dave from that night? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there's too many uh, curses in there. Yeah, there is. There's um, a lot of curses in there. No, there's surprise entrance at number 23. Adam Cole. Used him in a good bay. spot there. Used him in a good spot. Everyone went nuts for him there. And he he had, you know he was in for about six minutes, but I think the biggest surprise entrance out of the whole Royal Rumble was number twenty-seven, Rey Mysterio coming back, looking. I, I couldn't. Incredible. I could not have predicted that at all. I lo- I lost my mind. I'm not the biggest Rey Mysterio fan in the world, but it's like when you see that, it's just like, ho ho. You know what? I, I I feel really happy for him as a person, just because coming off of his other Royal Rumble where. Everybody was so pissed off that he was, uh, I think it was number 30 or whatever. Everyone was so pissed off that he came back for that spot and it wasn't like Daniel Bryan or I someone. I don't think he was like, it wasn't a matter of coming back. That was like his last year in WWE. Yeah, but, but nobody was happy with that. And yeah. he got a lot of backlash. And this is kind of like a, a good story to now he came back and it's all love and support. Yeah, but, rock, rocking those tight those tight uh, pants instead of rocking the uh, the Jankos, you could say. Yeah. And he did a great job. Didn't lose uh, at all. I mean, he he eliminated Adam Cole right off the spot. Yeah. Um, it was only elimination. Yeah, only elimination. Only but elimination. Still good. But as you said, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is your winner this year of the Royal Rumble. Uh, Finn Balor coming in number two. 57 minutes in the 57 minutes, four eliminations. You know, that was solid. I could I could have yeah. had a perfect sweep with this Royal Rumble because your life your final two were Shinsuke Nakamura and Roman Reigns. And I think everyone was like, oh my god, Roman Reigns is gonna win this. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't let this happen. Roman Reigns is gonna win this. You know, it, and, I was I was surprised the Goldust was in it too, though. Goldust was in it. Dolph Ziggler made his return in the Royal Rumble. Such a wasted you know? spot. That made no sense. Why like he he's dropped the US championship. Only to be number 30 and then lose it in two minutes? That makes no sense to me. Yeah, I was surprised that he was eliminated so quickly. But someone else eliminated so quickly was Sheamus. Two seconds by Heath Slater. Which it's like nobody knows what the actual time was. Every time I time it, it's like two seconds. A little over two seconds. WWE says 20 seconds. Which it's just not. It's not 20 seconds. There's no way. 
Yeah, WWE says insane. twenty seconds. They're insane. But then on, on, on Raw, they said two seconds. Yeah, I don't know. They don't. Ha- they have to get their facts straight. Uh, if, Seth you, Rollins if you time it, Fallen Angel gear. That was pretty cool. Oh Seth yeah, Rocking Fallen what kind Angel of gear? gear. Fallen Angel. Oh, Fallen Angel. Yeah. That's funny. My uh, my old my old uh, WTW personality is Fallen Angel. I used to rock the uh, flamed board shorts. Um, you know, me, me and Seth are buddies. You know, we go to hardcore shows together. People, and go people were like, we like making fun of those tights, and I was like, I think they look cool. Yeah, they're pretty cool. They work for his, you know, burn it down gimmick. To so. me, I mean, it reminded me similar of like a Jake the Snake's uh, kind of gear, even though they yeah, haven't I, been. I was a fan of it. Something also, uh, you know, we briefly touched it, but Bray Wyatt, uh, he battled Matt Hardy a little bit, but then they teamed they, up together. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was interesting, and then I liked the fact that they both eliminate. They brawled each other so much that they both eliminated each other. Which so, Matt Hardy has eliminated himself prior to this in a Royal Rumble, I believe. Yeah, I think, I think it was. Rumble. I think it was a 2001 Royal Rumble. Him and Jeff, I think, were fighting up on the turnbuckle while Drew Carey looked on. Oh yeah, that's right. And, and they the they both tumble out, out of or the Kane ring. Came out. Yeah, they tumble out of the ring, and then uh, Drew Carey's the only one in the match by himself. Then Kane comes out, and he tries to buy him buy him off, and he goes, no, no, and hops over the ring. Yeah. And gets inducted Jinsu. to the Hall of Fame. Well, over- Nakamura, yeah. 44 minutes, 38 seconds, your winner. Amazing Rome. match. Amazing. I, I, liked, I, I really I liked the, like, the new school versus the old school. John Cena teaming up with Rey Mysterio and Randy Orton to take on uh, Roman Reigns, Balor, and Knock. Yeah. yeah, and then when was... and then after it came down to the final four, it's like, no, 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 Balor, don't fight Nakamura, Nakamura, don't fight Balor, get Roman Reigns and John Cena out of this match. Well, my favorite part of the match was probably Shinsuke now, now Shinsuke, <laughs> like how Shinsuke now. Did that not ruin it for you? No, not at all. Like, with John, I, John nothing... Cena, John Cena's facing off against Roman Reigns, and he's yelling, no, no. No, as the chant, as the crowd chants, you both suck. And then you go back and watch it. it says now, Shinsuke, now. It's like what? I wasn't yeah. really paying attention to that. I was just like, oh my god, someone's getting eliminated right now. I, I but, it, it doesn't take anything for me. It was still an amazing no, match, that, and one no, of my favorite not from matches. the actual match from that spot. Like, no, not at all. Wrestling wise, not at all. But yeah, this no, was I thought it was fun. Yeah, this. It, and I thought that the next match followed it up. Perfectly, unfortunately. Can I just say one thing to close out my thoughts on the Royal Rumble? Cause do, yeah, do it up. I, I understand we want to try to get through the show. We have a lot to talk about, but it's like... Chris's um, final thoughts. Baba booey, baba booey. Yeah, baba booey. That's all I want to say. Potato, 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 potato. No. Um, everybody had a big... Every every 30 participants in the Royal Rumble, they had something going from, for them on... like the I, Edge said this on the Edge and Christian podcast yesterday. Um, that I was listening to. Everybody had a spot, and everybody had something going on in either Raw or SmackDown. You know, you have the New Day in there. Um, you know, Seth Rollins is uh, big. Is part was part of the tag team champions at the time, which we can progress over to the match after it. Um, you know, Sami Zayn trying to re- have redemption for his match earlier in the night. Elias just being the man and just being over the way he is. Um, Only to be eliminated by John Cena. Yeah. yeah. Um, you yeah, know, Miz Miz's involvement. Miz Taraji's involvement, you had... Yeah, we didn't even talk about the Miz being in it. Yeah. When did he even come in? He I don't was even number... Know. 26. 26. Yeah, it was they, later on. They had a good Miz spot. Raj, yeah, that was yeah, a good Miz spot Raj with Miz Raj. Saves, They saved him from that elimination. And, and then they had Reigns, a huge pop. 
Huge pop. Yeah. Oh, dude. yeah. Yeah. To eliminate the Miz, Reigns powerbombs him out onto the Miz, Raj. It was perfect. Yeah. It was Not perfect. just Roman Reigns, though. It's Seth Rollins, too. They did the shield powerbomb thing. Yeah, oh, I was, thought it was... Okay. It was eliminated by Rollins and Reigns, it says in here. He lasted five minutes and 20 seconds. But overall, very memorable. You know, and the next match kind of... You had to put this match after it, after such a... Uh, roller coaster. Brand, Brandon said it about the Johnny Gargano... Andrade Cena must match. You have to have your roller coasters. This was your kind of like lull point now. You know, it wasn't like a Divas uh, popcorn break in, back in the day. But you had the uh, the Bars New Tag Team Champions over. Dude, I, like that completely like I was still like shaking. I was shaking from Nakamura winning the Royal Rumble. And I just like I couldn't pay attention to this match. And that, then that's exactly why this entire card. Which I was, entire I was card so disappointed was, with that. Well, this entire card was so well written and so well put. I thought that this is the perfect match to put after that match. The only other option would be the other tag team match. Well, that's what I had thought it was going to be. Was I thought it was going to be AJ, um, the Raw Tag Team Women's Raw Rumble, then Men's Tag Team, then the uh, so, Brock, and then the Men's Raw Rumble. And I think if, if the SmackDown Tag Team match was after the Men's Raw Rumble, it would have been better. I don't think I would anything would have changed. Paying, I, I would have paid more attention to it given how, like... How I don't know. I think that that may just be you. I think that... I don't know. I think I that may I pay attention to it. I mean, I didn't really pay attention to this match because, again, you know, the ebbs and flows of the, the Royal Rumble that they were. But it's just like, I knew the bar was going to win this because you could kind of see the dissension between I, the two of them. I and you see no the idea. And you see the backstage reports. Let me talk, Brandon, please. Um, <laughs> you see the backstage reports about how Jason Jordan is actually hurt. You know, apparently he's been taking off all the live events, so it's like you have to put you had to put the tag team champions back championship back on the bar. You know, and you, you, they played the concussion angle in the match. You know, Jason Jordan sat there on the steps the entire time. So, I, know, I, was, I, was, I congratulations to the bar. I, I didn't know about the JJ uh, injury or anything like that, but like you, I had no interest in this match. So even if you replace this with another match, chances are I wasn't going to watch it. I thought the um, concussion thing was a bit stupid, though. Why? It's just like not the current landscape of WWE. Like you're currently well, invest your money in the concussion thing, and well, it's it's. I mean, uh, it's sports entertainment. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that it. the bar are the champions. Yeah, the bar. But you didn't the predict them to win it. Yeah, because why? I um, wouldn't have in a million years. I didn't know Jason Jordan was injured. Yeah, well, so uh, the next match, universal title on the line, Brock Lesnar successfully defending against Braun Strowman and Kane. Uh, what a train wreck this match was. What about that knee? Wreck. When Braun Strowman hit Lesnar with that knee by accident and then Lesnar giving him that receipt, just the punch blocking him. Yeah. It's just like I... Yeah. What was that, Brandon? <laughs> that wasn't Brandon. That was Dave. Oh, oh, no, no. Was a, oh. oh, it sounded like Brandon. Um, oh, that was rough. Yeah, I mean, I this, this match was just, it seriously was a train wreck. I don't think it was a train wreck at all. I thought it started, thought it out, started out hot with Strowman hitting that uh, that drop kick. Yeah, I, I thought that it was, it was fine. I don't think it was a train wreck. I think it was exactly as I expected it to be. It was, I mean, it was a hardcore match. I mean... You had your table spots. You had your chair spots. I didn't like the one spot where Kane like pushed Braun Strowman close to a table, and Braun pushed him like threw himself through the table in the corner. I thought that that was a little bit uh, 
Eh. You, you could either stop yourself or just just ride it out. You know? Yeah, but you had Lesnar rocking the F5s all throughout the board, picking up the victory. And, um, and I think I think the match was exactly what it needed to be, especially for a Lesnar match. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I understand that fact, but it's just like, I don't when know, people, man. When just... people complain about, how, oh, Kane shouldn't be in a WWE Championship match, blah, blah, blah. It's like, Kane needs to be in it. They're, they, yeah, need, I... they need somebody else in this match to work with Lesnar. There's no, well, like... The, well, not even work Lesnar, but to prolong... Lesnar Braun one on one to prolong the actual match itself, though. Well, prolong the match. But I yes, I understand. I, I understand what you're saying as well. Yeah, I could definitely get on the same page with that. Especially I mean, because after he after he pinned Kane, Braun Strowman goes, "You didn't pin me, brother." Exactly sets up Lesnar and Strowman. <laughs> I mean, I, it's it was great. But no, yeah. uh, Brock. We won't see Brock Lesnar until uh, the build up for WrestleMania. Yeah. Yep, that's what Brock Lesnar does. If you had that sort of a contract, I mean, I, I would be doing the same thing. Yeah, but, you know, I'm, it's just annoying. But he will yeah, be wrestling course. at Madison Square Garden on 316 against Kane in a singles match. Perfect. Lovely, there you lovely. Go. All right, let's talk about the, the main event, which was awesome to see. Uh, the women's, right? This is the main event? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Women's Royal we, Rumble. We can agree 30 women main event at a pay-per-view, correct? That's awesome. This said, like, the glass ceiling. Like that's like that's a thing, right? That's a I, thing. I got into a Twitter I, I argument s- where the guys like, "Are you you're so stupid if if you think that?" I would say the main event was the Royal Rumble, but thirty women were in the Royal Rumble. That's how yeah. I would phrase it. Uh, before we get to the nitty gritty of it, uh, as I predicted, Oscar uh, is going to WrestleMania. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I said if Becky Lynch doesn't win, Oscar would win. You, you said two. Becky Lynch. You said Becky Lynch, Larry. Oh, but I, I'm All pretty right? sure I said if Becky Lynch doesn't win, Oscar would win. You can't have two predictions. I, I could have I easily predicted Oscar too, but it's one of those things. I mean, say well, who, who did you pick? I picked Nia Jax because I wanted to see her win. I, I was going for with my heart for uh, Royal Rumble mostly. Nia Jax eliminating four. Speaking of Nia Jax, Dave prediction. Uh, Nia Jax for uh, four eliminations. Uh, Becky Lynch, Brandon's prediction, just because she has red hair and so does Brandon. 30 minutes in the match, entering number two. Yeah. And but, it, I, did, I thought that the way that they they started off was perfect with Sasha and Becky Lynch. Dude, how did Sa- I call that or what? You did. <laughs> yeah, you did. But Sasha it was Becky, number one, 54 minutes. I liked how, like, in both World Rumble matches, they had one person that really, like, outlasted a lot of people. You know, Balor. Mm. 57 minutes in the first one. Sasha Banks, 54 minutes in the sec- in the women's. This match got confusing, though, because, like, they were outside of the ring a lot in this. Well, they and went then, like, the if going there. back to the men's Royal Rumble, like, the same thing, like, they, like, just all the rules went out the window. Like, with Heath Slater, like, someone got disqualified. Curtis Axel got DQ'd for not getting in yeah. the ring before the next person to come out. Heath Slater was just able to be in the Rumble. Yeah, yeah, and that started the Axel Mania and everything. I, I completely agree with you with that, throwing out the rules. And the, like you said, the so many women rolling outside underneath the bottom rope like to the Banks, outside of the ring to Banks catch their breath. A, Banks was out there for like, she had to have been like 12 minutes out of outside of the ring. Yeah, I mean, that I didn't, I didn't like. But on the other hand, I would rather that than having all those women in the ring at the same time and then someone land on top of each other. Because let's face it, stuff like that does happen and tend to happen more often than not in a women's match. Uh, maybe, I don't know if it has to do with reflexes or anything like that, but I'd rather 
clear the ring for your spots and everything and have the other women that aren't involved in it I don't kind think of all it, I don't the think side. they were clearing for spots. So I think they were just taking rest breaks, which I, I don't mind the rest breaks. It just got confusing for like, oh, is this person in? Is this person out? And let's just, it, it was, it wasn't a Roman Reigns rest break where no. you sit in the corner of the <laughs> ring and let everything wind down until you could just win the match. Right. Yeah. But let's talk about the surprises in this match. All right, I let's mean, let's let's start off with the first big surprise, which got a huge pop. I went nuts for this. Lita, Lita coming back, making yeah. her way into the match. I went, I um then right after her, number six, bam, Kyrie Sane, NXT star. Dude, people went nuts for. Her. And she was awesome. she was hitting those those elbows from everywhere. That was so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And- Stephanie McMahon, as I said, I didn't know how she was going to do on commentary. I think it wasn't so great. It wasn't. It really wasn't. Because yeah. I feel like they just. I feel like she wanted them just to ask her questions about stuff, and then she'll chime in when she feels like she needs to. Maybe she needs to go down to the performance center and get some uh, <laughs> get some lessons. Uh, then you have number nine, Tori Wilson, who looked awesome. Yeah, she, she makes her way in. Number twelve, Molly Holly, Dude, coming I in popped, looking awesome. I for that, getting the Molly go round. Yeah, awesome. That awesome. Was Michelle McCool, who maybe had one of the most impressive performances, coming in at number 14, eliminating Sonya Deville, Liv Morgan, Molly Holly, Lana, and then number 16, helped in the elimination of Vicky Guerrero, which I'm was down for. hard. You hear, excuse me, I'm like, really? And then, like, it was funny because they're saying these people, like, we talked about Raw 25 last week. Oh, hey, this person was left off the card. This person was left off the card. Maybe they were just doing a little kiz fizz there, brother, and just saying, oh, yeah, hey, guess what? I'm not being left off. I don't know why they're doing it because, bam, surprise, they're in the Royal, they're in the Women's Royal Rumble. And did, you see, yeah. did you see the video of Vicky Guerrero and Sasha Banks backstage? Yeah, that was awesome. It's like, yeah, oh, was, man. When, it, when she eliminated her, I was like, yo, Sasha Banks just eliminated her hero's wife from the yeah, Royal man. Rumble. I, I thought that something that really helped them out was they had a, a ring backstage. That was awesome. To, I, do they yeah. do that for – you think they do that for, like, all the events or something? I don't Probably know. Practice. I know. I think they do that at the hotel during WrestleMania. That's interesting. I, I had no idea. I mean, it's, it's smart. They set up have a it? ring at the hotel? Yeah. Hmm. That – huh. Well, you like, as you were saying with the surprises, you also had, like, Jacqueline. Yeah, well, she was number 21, but number 19, this was Brandon. <laughs> it wasn't. Oh, he... Stop playing that stupid thing. Why do you just have that? Like, what's that from? I looked up YouTube, Little Girl Screaming, because I looked up YouTube, Brandon that... Screaming, Kelly Kelly comes out, yeah. and that's what came up. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Kelly, Kelly Kelly came out. Jacqueline, number 21, looking awesome also, too. Didn't I say something about her being in the Royal Rumble last week? I think you mentioned that it would be cool if she was in it. Or yeah, something like that. Um, three Ember Moon coming off of uh, an awesome match on Sunday. Still, still selling the gimmick. Gotta still love that. Phenomenal. Gotta, gotta study appreciate. Hard. Study hard. Yes, gotta appreciate that she's still selling that gimmick. And then let's before we go on to any surprises, she faced off with Oscar. Yeah, after their big uh, storyline, yeah. and, and, and then Oscar dumped her. But yeah. which is perfect because I feel like this. Only prolongs. I really, I would put money that Ember Moon is going to be the person to break the streak. I still, she makes I, don't, I still don't believe in that, but I mean, look at it. NXT. She never got that victory yes, over Oscar. They're, they're 100% writing the, writing I hundred percent writing the. I mean, it, but she never got that victory over Oscar. Maybe three times in a row. 
and then Asuka giving her the belt. And then when she finally makes it onto the into that uh, main stage, into that Royal Rumble match, Asuka eliminates her. I feel like it's building for that. And I would, st- I would eat that alive. I would be so good with that storyline. The next person, number 24, getting rocket strapped into this match was Beth Phoenix. And his wife looked awesome, too. Her Dude, Beth Phoenix. Dude, Beth Phoenix. Yeah, and then teaming up with Natty. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then Natty dumping her out. Yeah, like, I thought that was perfect. Mm-hmm. 27 and 28, Nikki and Brie Bella. Brie Bella coming out of retirement for this match, which I, I could I see. Yeah, the commentary. She was... Wow, she's not retired. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that this was a perfect spot for the both of them because you had everyone double-teaming um, whoever came out first. Uh, Nikki or Nikki. Brie, I forgot who. Nikki came out first. Nikki, Nikki came out 27, right. Brie came out 28. All right, so everybody was double-teaming and attacking uh, Nikki, and then Brie comes out to make the save. It was perfect, it perfectly done. Uh, when, when Mickey James's and, music hit, I was like, "Oh snap, Mickey James!" And I was like, "Oh right, she's on the main roster." <laughs> <laughs> and then let your last entrance, number thirty, fitting Trish Stratus. Except awesome. Except God, I was, wish I wish Karma was in this match. You know oh, what? I I know that you. But I'm, fi- I'm fine with her. Not, right I'm now. fine with her not being in. This was. I thought this match was great. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. This match was so much fun to watch as a fan. Uh, you had so many great moments that to take away. You even had Lita doing the Lita salt. Um, the one thing that I didn't like was uh, it's not match related, but Riot Squad and Absolution. You have Riot Squad when they make their entrances. They apparently have minitrons where it says, uh, Sa- "Yeah, Sarah Logan or whoever," so you know who's coming out. And then Absolution doesn't have that. I think that Absolution needs to include that into everything. Um, but I love this. What did you guys think about the Undertaker chance towards McCool and John Cena sucks towards Nikki? I'm fine with um, that. I don't know why people got so, like, bunched up the one, about that. I, I didn't like it. It but is the one what thing, it is. Like. But I was okay with Rusev Day towards Lana because Lana was encouraging it. Like, she was chanting Rusev Day. Um, sort of like with Brie when she does the yes chant, she encourages it. Um, I don't well, know. They're I married that, to them. Yeah, but I thought the Undertaker chant was kind of like, "Come on, guys, stop." Yeah, there's no there's no association within the WWE universe about the two of them. It's, yeah, it was whatever. Chant a chant. It's not like yeah, a yeah. terrible chant. No, talking about terrible. Manu, Maria Menounos on that announcing. She was trying to over enunciate everything. Yeah, she reminded me of the fake Lillian Garcia from Raw Two that uh, came off as the mayor from South Park. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's just so dude, bad. Dude, yo, first of all, when she when they put her on the screen as the announcer, she looked like she was wearing gear. I was like, don't tell me she's in this. <laughs> I, I, I would like to know who replaced Paige and Alicia Fox in this match. Like, who did they not have prior to them? Maybe Kyrie Sane? Yeah, know. maybe in NXT. Yeah. Potentially Dana Brooke, maybe? Yeah, no, maybe. No, no I Dana feel like Brooke she was, was probably booked. Yeah, she was in. Well, the whole, the whole main roster were booked. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought that the, it was just a lot of fun. You even had Trish Stratus square off with uh, Mickey James, and Mickey yeah. James was by her. Um, that was so much fun to see. I thought uh, uh, I was I was sad for Bailey because she didn't get to work Lita. Yeah. Being such, yeah. Being such she, a hardy boy mark and everything. But she got to work Trish, so that's awesome. Yeah, she did, did have that little interview backstage with Lita. Yeah. Um, same thing with uh, Sasha. What did you guys think about the Naomi uh, comeback, the Kofi spot? 
I, I thought it was good. Yeah. yeah she, they, they, they was always put her over as being very athletic. It's, so. it's a good thing they were all wrestling outside the ring. Oh, man. <laughs> the one thing that I felt bad for was once she got back in, she was directly eliminated, and I love that toss by she Nia. Did, yeah, she didn't even. She didn't even touch her feet. Didn't touch the ring mat. She just like, yeah, nope. Just jumped right into her arms and tossed that easily. The spot yeah. with was it Ruby Riot and uh, who was it? Who eliminated Ruby Riot? I don't recall. Nia Jax. Oh uh, yeah, the spot was. Did she like slam her hard on the turnbuckle? Instead of like dumping her over, she slammed her on the top turnbuckle, and then she got she just got eliminated. I, yeah. you know what? Nia Jax really came off awesome this match. She she really performed well as that that powerhouse in the division. I think that she solidified. She did a great job, and like you mentioned, Karma before. Of course, I would mark out for Karma, but I also told you off air. I think that it's smart to leave Karma and so many other women from the past off of this match because next year comes along. You have the women Royal Rumble. You, you don't want to just repeat Molly Holly, Lita, Vicky Guerrero. You don't want the same exact roster competing in it. You want still want some shock and surprise. Well, So save karma. Speaking of karma, speaking of Vicky Guerrero, Vicky Guerrero smacking Carmella over the, over the head with her briefcase. <laughs> that was funny. I thought that was a great spot. Yeah, I agree. That was a great spot. Yeah, I'm All actually. Right. I was surprised that like Jacqueline didn't like of everybody in this Rumble. I feel like she didn't get like enough shine. Yeah, I agree. I think that Especially she for uh, her being like the the like the toughest woman and, and everything. Like she just like fell to the wayside almost. Well, talking about falling to the wayside, Kelly Kelly not getting up there on that uh, her Karana. I wasn't going to call she... anybody out on spots because we could easily start talking about Sasha Banks, who didn't even connect with kicks. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, let's call her out. Let's do that. Let's do it. But no, Kelly Kelly, uh, I definitely would love to. But Kelly Kelly not getting up there in good Kelly Kelly form. Um, and then, but, but you could toss it to McCool as well. Um, but Sasha Banks, like you said, those kicks to Lita were just awful. It was just like she was I mean, doing to be the fair, kicks in the To be fair, she wasn't looking. Yeah, but who does that? Why are you not looking at th- at where you're trying to kick? That's awful. I don't know. So Oscar wins the Royal Rumble, and they're celebrating. They come into the ring. We forgot to even say that Nakamura picked AJ Styles. You could you yes. can now pick the uh, who you want to go and face, which makes no sense as to uh, what Charlotte's like. Oh, I really wanted to be in this match. It's like you clearly could have if. I mean, they said you get to pick your opponent at WrestleMania. There, you enter. It's just, and then... it, it's just convenient that you know they uh, picked. Uh, he picked AJ Styles, you know, because he's on SmackDown. Yeah, well, they used to do this in the past. Yeah. I mean, is no, it, this it not didn't anything? used to happen like that. They used to Batista. Didn't Batista that was, pick? That was like uh, I think that was like the first time they had yeah, the brand but... split thing, and then yeah, he goes, "Nope, thumbs down. It's you, Triple H." Yeah, I mean, is that have they stopped doing that? Yeah, because they didn't oh, have brand like, yeah. splits. Yeah, they didn't have brand splits. But yeah, so then Asuka's about to, you know, pick who she wants to face. And then, uh. I. Joan Jett, the Blackheart, starts playing. And out comes Ronda Rousey. Uh, it, it was, you know, it was, uh, said for a while Ronda Rousey might be in the Royal Rumble. You know, Ronda Rousey could make anything. But, uh, Ronda Rousey is now a full time member, allegedly, of the WWE Universe. I've yet She's going to see the- it. What? I've yet to see that. 
Well, she's, well, in, the she is. And she's in the middle of filming a movie right now. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they they flew her in from Columbia that day, hit her, had her at the Royal Rumble, then she had to go back to filming. But anyway, she pointed 17 times to the WrestleMania sign, um, and that's what closed the show. Asuka slapping her handshake away. Um, she did shake hands with Stephanie McMahon. What did you, What I didn't like was the camera uh, production of it. Because you had the her make the entrance, and the camera was on the women in the ring. And you kind of missed that moment where she first stepped through the, um, the to the stage area through Gorilla. It, you missed that moment, that initial oh. moment where she stepped through. By the time she camera panned over there, she was already out. Yeah, I didn't like hey, that. Man, that. That that bit might have been something in the, in the production truck's fault. No, one hundred percent. I just I was disappointed. I think it completely overshadowed the fact that we just had the very first ever women's Royal Rumble match, a women's match, main evented one out of the four big pay per views, and they're like, oh, by the way, Ronda Rousey, here she is. That's uh, the only thing. WWE.com writes an article: the five best things about the the women's Royal Rumble. Number one is. Ronda Rousey, number two is Oscar winning it. I mean, well, Ronda Rousey is a they're very. Clear, they're clearly putting all their cards onto her. They're they're putting all their money in her because she already has three T-shirts on the night of the Royal Rumble. She had three T-shirts. She's clearly a huge draw. I'm not taking anything she... away from that. I'm 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 fine with her being in WWE, but that debut was I thought was just awful to completely overshadow what I... the match itself was. <laughs> I could, which, I, which I, by the totally... way, I don't even think it's going to turn into something like Oscar versus. I mean, I don't think it's going to be turning into um, like Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey or something. It's there's the news sites are still saying it's a tag match, Triple H and Stephanie versus. I totally yeah. see. I totally understand your point of view, and I could easily, I could go that route. I think that it would have been so cool if you had Oscar knock out Charlotte Flair. I Knock thought out for sure that's Bliss. what it was going to end with, that with Oscar taking out Bliss and Charlotte, and that you, had, you had Ronda Rousey out. Yeah, like oh, so, you want you want to know who I want to pick? Bam roasted. I'm taking both of them out right now. I'm not giving you my answer. What if what if they did the Ronda Rousey deal, but Oscar still knocked out the two of them? It wouldn't have worked. Why? Because you all the focus was on Ronda Rousey. But you don't think that if Ronda no. Rousey got into the ring, did the Wouldn't handshake stuff, got out, and then the kicks? No, because they wanted the last thing. They clearly wanted the last thing to be Ronda Rousey. What of, of course. I mean, so, I don't know. And could thing, you could you imagine is, that, though? If, it, if, if that match at WrestleMania ends up being Triple H and Stephanie versus Ronda Rousey and somebody else? Bron, they, they did uh, the Ron end, Strowman, I'm hearing. The end of the Royal Rumble, the, the historic first-ever 30-woman Royal Rumble ends with a, a setup to a tag team match. I agree. Then that would not be a problem. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't set up a tag team match. I mean, she got got in the face of Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie's like, oh, I have no idea what she's doing here. Come on. I I, I totally. uh Uh-huh. No, go. I don't care. No, no, go for it. No, it's fine. All right. I I totally. I if that was the aspect, if she was not involved with anything. Hold on one moment. If she was not involved in anything at the moment, Dave's phone is ringing. He can't control that. Yeah, he can. He can unplug it. Eh. He could. He could. But, I mean, I was going to say what I'm going to say, but Dave's going to come back and start talking about something Well, no, what were you going to say? He'll he'll have to wait his turn. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Like, I'm waiting my turn all episode. Awesome. Um, Ronda Rousey is a huge draw. 
So it's like, hey, here's this historic. I mean, I see every side to the spectrum. It stinks that, you know, the women got the 30 women got overshadowed by Ronda Rousey. But it's like, hey, we just had this amazing match. Let's just add more to this by adding one of the biggest stars, not only in mixed martial arts, but in the world. Like, she's a very well-known like I, like, I could assume that already, the she, cover star. She, re, she reinvented of the UFC women's division. You know, she was the, the focal front of that division when it, when it you know, kind of started up and you had the bantamweight division in UFC. Now they're just saying, hey, look, we have this amazing star that's going to add to our amazing women's division and it's going to make it even better. I assume Sorry about she's that. she's already going to be the, the cover star of 2K19. Maybe. Um, and honestly, I mean, if you look back at history, I, I think uh, Eric Montreal Broski said this. Really, the women's revolution didn't start until Ronda Rousey started picking up steam with her uh, fights and stuff. Yep, That's interesting. No, I agree with that 110%. My, my problem is I don't want to nitpick it so much where no matter what, even if with this Ronda Rousey ending, no, I love I this event. Oh yeah, I loved I love the Royal Rumble too. But don't nitpick it. But you know what the thing is? We're wrestling fans. We nitpick everything. Shinsuke Nakamura could come out with a, a, a pink streak on his shorts. I mean on his on his tights during Royal Rumble could be like, that's the worst thing in the world. I can't believe it. Wait, he I didn't did he he didn't actually have a pink streak though, did he? Oh, I'm I'm being hypothetical. Oh, thank goodness, because that would really <laughs> turn me over the edge. That'd be the worst thing ever. How dare he? <laughs> Now and type in all my anger to it's, it. It's, it's not even October, damn it. No, but you know, like this was such a well put event and everything. I mean, I totally understand the other side, but then there where was... else are you going to have this Ronda Rousey thing, though? Uh, uh, you, obviously, the answer would be probably Raw. Mm -hmm. But would that be the same moment? Would that be the same? I think impact? I think it'd be good because it's like oh. We just touted. We went on tons of. We rang the the opening stock bell or whatever, the closing bell, the stock market. We lit up the Empire State Building for Monday Night Raw. The biggest thing was the the history of Monday Night Raw. Twenty five years. Here's to another twenty five. How do we start that? Boom. Ronda Rousey's in WWE. I mean, the only other option that I could think of is if you do a live uh, press conference, kind of like what Vince McMahon did with XFL. If you do something like that. To have Ronda Rousey announce that she is I think doing Monday this. Night Raw is better. Yeah. Well, talking about some Monday Night Raw, let's talk about that Monday Night Raw Monday stuff. Monday Night Nitro. Which... We are on the road to WrestleMania, ladies and gentlemen, but we're not really on the road yet because we're still at the Wells Fargo Center. Two things, though, before we start talking about the actual action Booker T gets replaced on commentary by Coach. Yeah, that's awesome. Huge. Pop for that. Jonathan Coachman back on Monday Night Raw. I think that's awesome. I think they have a really solid uh, team now. And then they um, have new designs for Monday Night Raw. The graphics I thought looked dumb. It looked like the YouTube logo. It, well, I can see that. adding the white in with the red. Yeah, well, that you're in the era of you know, it it, it reminded me of very like BuzzFeed esque graphics, mm -hmm. which in which is very relatable to this day what's, and era. What's interesting is WWE already had those little arrows. They were smaller though. Huh? But yeah. uh, I was playing the game and I was like, what? These arrows are in it. Yeah. It's a, it's a social <laughs> media. Then they, then they became the bigger, the bigger YouTube looking arrow similar mm -hmm. to WrestleMania 31. 
Yeah. Which was well, a predominantly white logo with red. Even though this, I thought, like, even, like, the graphics for this, it's like we just had the Royal Rumble. Similar graphics. Similar uh, color scheme, I mean. With you the know, red good, and white. good time to change the graphics, though. Uh, I agree. And I like I'm, I'm, yeah, good time to change the graphics. I'm fine with the graphics. I like that they are... Uh, as lo- as large font as they are, because it helps me view them at my old age. But I am totally fine with it. I think you're thinking of SmackDown. So I that was the worst thing ever. But anyway, um, let's talk. I mean, we, we talk about the graphics, you know, wrestling fans. Oh, my God. Let's go on the message board and tell how bad we don't like the graphics. I like the graphics for Monday Night Raw. It was, it yeah. was, it was a well-needed change of pace i Uh, I don't know it looked off to me i think they could have spent a little bit more time on it i liked i liked the new nameplate the nameplate i thought was cool well the first nameplate that we saw coming out stephanie mcmahon uh cutting a promo pretty much all about the women's royal rumble uh the follow-up of that and oscar comes on out cuts a promo first she does uh a promo in uh japanese does a promo in english and who else comes out? Sasha Banks. But and even before that, though, the dumbest thing, Stephanie McMahon basically whispers. She goes, oh, by the way, we have a third, first ever women's elimination chamber. Which I think is cool. Women's elimination chamber match. Really? Uh... Like, to just overshadow that, I thought was stupid. Like, this is I a thought... huge deal. I don't think it got the... I don't think it got the reaction that... Because Stephanie like... McMahon was just like, oh, by the way, there's a elimination chamber match for the first ever time with women in it. Yeah. Sasha Banks, it, ladies it, and gentlemen. Yeah, it seemed very rushed or something. I don't know with that part. So um, Banks comes out and goes, guess what? I am ready for Asuka. And Stephanie sets, sets up a the match, match later yeah. in the night. Yeah. Asuka's um, like, I am going to be the champion at WrestleMania. Brother. And on, only time will tell. But next up, you had the Elimination Chamber qualifying match. Last man standing. Braun Strowman picks up the victory <laughs> over Kane. What a mess of a match. Honestly, though, it wasn't as... I mean, it really... I I thought it was going to be a lot more boring than it was. Not much took place, but... No, it was like... I I mean, I guess the ending was just, like, exciting, kind of. I I could agree that it was exciting, but Braun flips over the commentary table onto Kane. (laughs) But the referee doesn't even count... Yeah. The referee doesn't even count the 10. And the belt doesn't (laughs) ring to to signify... that the match has ended. I don't like that. They're aspect. like you killed him. You killed him. Damn it! <laughs> and, um, it, it just it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't just the commentary table though. It was the commentary table. Yeah. It was the the, the staging area yeah. that goes on it. It was you know it left Ron Shambles. He saw it in the next segment, which was another uh, elimination chamber qualifying match when Elias defeated Matt Hardy. They have microphones. They have handheld microphones. They don't have their interviews in, and they're just standing on the the stage itself, just watching from out there. It's like maybe you need a maybe you need some like Mrs. Uh, you know, director's chairs to sit and yeah. like look at the action. I just it, was it was interesting to see that play out. I thought it was really funny that like, oh, by the way, here's the last man standing match. Like, since when is that a qualifying match? Yeah, I didn't like that. That was the only gimmick match. But I think that was the, that was like the payoff. To the Braun Strowman, Kane angle because you saw Kane like he, they they played it up hard. He I want I want Kane to go out to Knox County and become mayor. I he want is. that so bad. It's like, he... like an Undertaker Kane like sit down interview thing, dude, which is cool. awesome, dude. No, not cool. It's happening. 
People yeah, paid like a hundred. It was like only hundred fifty bucks to meet both Kane and Undertaker together. Huh. Well, I think that I thought it was kind of weird backstage where you had Angle being like, "Braun, what are you doing?" And Braun's like, "You put me in a last man standing match." What? Yeah, do you like expect? he did. He followed the rules. Like I don't know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on now. But like Chris mentioned, uh, Elias picked up the victory over Matt Hardy. Bray Wyatt picking up uh, a good old distraction of Matt Hardy for that match. Um, this is awesome. You, I'm, this... Like Elias being pushed is like. Yeah, he's in that in that match. That but what if this, do you think this is going to lead to like a match between him and Cena at WrestleMania? I would be totally fine with it. Their last match, their last two matches, I think they had were really, really well done. And what better way to put over Elias than not only be if he, regardless of the outcome, that's what I'm saying. out. There you go. We, I almost said it again. But to match up against John Cena and to put on an amazing match. At WrestleMania, I would be all for that. Do it up. Um, next up, you had the WWE IC title on the line. The Miz picking up the victory over Roman Reigns. What did you guys think of this match? I thought Miz Taraj's involvement was great. Yeah. I thought uh, Reigns teasing using that chair when he chased them off. And then he like thought about it for a second and he puts it down. Yeah. I, I feel like there's not really much to... Too much to take away from this. It was a good, solid match. Miz, for the... Dude, Miz got the eye poke on Roman Reigns and that, and then hit the skull-crushing finale, still only a two-count. I thought that was awesome. And then Miz grabbed Roman Reigns' pants to win. Yeah. Um, next up, you had the Revival pick up the victory over Heath Slater and Rhino with that shatter machine. All right, so Revival, two in a row. That's what we hey, call a winning match streak. was good, too. I, I, want, hey, I, I want them to be champions so bad. Yeah, I, I, you know, I hope so, but only time will tell, you know? I don't know if it's, it's a weird build to it, though. Yeah. It's a weird build. Yeah, definitely. Um, up next, up next, yeah. you had Asuka taking on and defeating Sasha Banks. Not like, not once did I think Sasha Banks was going to win this, but uh, this was a damn good match. No, I agree. It was phenomenal. I, I think, mean, I think a lot of emotions went into it, and like even the very last second, Banks, you see her on the mat. She's got a tear rolling down. Yeah, I thought that was really? awesome. She, uh, she the, the reversal of the bank statement right into the Oscar lock looked awesome. Yeah, what do you think about that suicide dive spot? I know it's been the spot that a lot of people are talking about, where it looks as though Banks catches her feet on the ropes, lands on her head. Um, regardless, intentional, that's to prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out. Um, it's still a, I don't know if that spot is. I think it needed. looked the way it was supposed to look. I don't know. I, I completely fell for it. I texted Chris and everyone else. Like once that happened, that Oscar, that kick to the face, I, I, I totally got worked. I thought that kick was, um, really stiff. What did you think about it, Chris? Oh, I get to talk? Well, yeah, you, you got to chime in, buddy. Well, no, I tried to chime in, and I get cut off by Brandon. So I just thought I'd just sit back and let the uh, the show ride, brother. Yeah, you got to so, gotta get that out there. Well, you know what? I would you know, I would like an opinion here, but regardless, that's three. Uh, the Miz match was good. Um, I thought that it was funny when Curtis Axel... Came off, uh, came off the ropes and hit into the uh, ever so close announce table. 
I thought that was funny. Um, I forgot what you guys were talking about. So, no, it's all good. Um, and then was, what about it was the Oscar, Oscar and, and Sasha Banks kick? Oh, it was and that match was awesome. It, it it fed off of the women's Royal Rumble match. You know, they're continuing to put out solid, solid women's matches, and it showed with this too. They didn't have seven, five, two minute women's matches on Raw. They had one. Absolutely solid match. And, it, you know, what was it, like two, three-segment match? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. But awesome. specifically Great. about that kick. What do you mean about the kick? The, when, the, when Sasha Banks did the suicide, the suicide dive. dive out to the ring. Oh, she saved her ass. Because if she didn't get that kick, she would have fell flat on her face. I so think... So her kicking... Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead, Brandon. You're, talk- you're talking. No, no, go, go. No, no I'm done. All right, fine. Then I'm going to go. I don't think that she talked on per- – I think that it was a still risky spot. I don't think the kick even connected. And know. you could see Sasha Banks puts her arm down and then flips over. I think she landed exactly how she wanted it to look and everything. I don't know. I, I did like the flapjack to the knee. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Did you like that spot, Chris? Yeah, it was great. Uh, you had the. Let's continue. Well, you had the bank statement going to the Oscar lock. Good way to finish the match in general. Um, yeah. Next up, you had the ti- Raw tag team title on the line. Cesaro and Sheamus, the bar, picked the victory over Titus worldwide. Uh, that pop up powerbomb spot was awkward. Where Cesaro tossed uh, Cruz to Sheamus, and it looked like Sheamus was going to powerbomb him, or Cruz was going to hit a- her Karana. Because Cruz, like, Leo rushed it and popped right back up. It was awkward. No? I don't I don't think so. I think yeah. that's what Cruz does. I don't know. I, I didn't like that spot. It was totally, it looked total botch. Well, I'm happy that there were, I didn't expect this to be, a, like, an actual match. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be, like, a quick one and done, but... I mean, yeah. it's nice to see two victories in a row, and then they go in and actually get a championship match. Something came from it. The well, only thing, the only thing I don't like is where's Tozawa? He just like fell to the wayside in in Titus Worldwide. I know he got replaced by Dana Brooke, and yeah. that was pretty much. I don't have we seen a segment with him and Dana Brooke in the same Titus Worldwide segment yet? I don't think so. Huh? I wonder if they remember that he's still in Titus Worldwide. Yeah. I don't know. Well, next up, you had the main event of the evening, Elimination Chamber qualifying match. John Cena picks up the victory over Finn Balor. Uh, crowd heavily anti-Cena. Heavily. Um, what did you think about the was John Cena playing into that crowd reaction as much? As, like, so much. He usually doesn't. Sometimes he, like, will just, all right, he'll play into it. But this really took him out of the match. What's your take on that? I mean, him even doing the too sweet, I thought was yeah. great. I agree. What about you, Chris? What do you think? It was great. Yeah? Yeah, it's a good match. I thought John Cena played into the too sweet. Um, you know, especially Philadelphia crowd. It, uh, you know, it worked for him. Yeah, I, I don't understand where, I guess, some fans are really angry that Finn Balor didn't win this. Um, all right, I get it. You want Finn Balor to win, but... This was a good match. No, no it was. It was awesome. Did yeah. either of you think going into this match that Balor was going to win? 
No. Nah. My Johnson. friend, my friend, texts me. Goes, oh, this is so stupid. I can see the future. Balor's gonna win this. I'm like, dude. Like, honestly, like, I'm starting to think like Cena hasn't been in the main event. Like last year, he wasn't in the main event of WrestleMania, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, so, it sort of had, kind of had me leading towards like maybe Cena's not going to win this. And because I still have like that firm belief that maybe John Cena is gonna challenge the Undertaker. I like, just don't want to hear. He's going to try to do whatever he can to get booked on WrestleMania is what I said. And he gets so desperate that he challenges the Undertaker. I just don't like your setup of it being out of desperation. But like what else is there? Like what other? I don't know. I don't know. I, I just don't like the setup. But John Cena hits the AA from the top rope. Eh, it's a middle and rope. Middle rope and puts an end to uh, Finn Balor. So... We are officially moving on to Elimination Chamber. And I'm looking forward to it. We still have three spots to be filled. Um, they didn't fill it on SmackDown yet, right? No. No, SmackDown when are they doesn't do- get it. Oh, so, okay. So it's just going to be three more next week. Yeah, it's a raw pay-per-view. Okay. All right, cool. So who, what three wrestlers do you want to see in this now? Three spots. Kurt Hawkins, Kurt Hawkins, and Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> that was going to be my answer. It's tough uh, to say, though. Like, I, I assume it's going to be Seth Rollins now that he's okay. not a champion. I can you put the that. Miz in there. And then Roman Reigns. There's your three. Hey, I'm And Roman Reigns wins, and then he beats uh, Brock Lesnar. Damn it. Why do I always set something up where Roman Reigns can win? <laughs> You, you, you never intend to, but that's, you know, it's just written like that. Written in the stars. Do you think it's I'm, stupid that, like, this is going to be for, like, who faces Brock as opposed to the Raw one is going to be for the actual title? What what do you mean? Like, the actual, the women's one is for the title. This one's not a title match. Oh, I... Huh. At least I think the Raw Women's one is for the title. Well, she did mention, Stephanie made mention that uh, she may not be champion coming out of it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I I see that. I, I don't like that. I think that they should be on uh, equal playing grounds. I don't like that they're both for a different uh, um, outcome. I think it should be for number one contender. Well, I guess you can't have the women's for number one contender. Because Asuka's number one contender. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, but that does nobody knows who... She, we don't know yet, but I guess that's the only reason that I could think of is because Raw, you know that the number one contender of the Rumble is Nakamura's on SmackDown. He already chose SmackDown. So you need a number one contender. Uh, and then for with the Asuka stuff, if you're going to play it out to see how long you can go without her choosing someone, it's kind of the only way. Especially if you don't have another Raw pay-per-view before WrestleMania. Um, yeah, it's just... I mean, it's there's only one pay-per-view before, and it's, it is a Raw pay-per-view. Yeah. I hear you. All right. Well, on to some SmackDown. Uh, kicking off with Nakamura in the ring, cutting his little promo about reading the Royal Rumble, only to be interrupted by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, and then this leads into AJ Styles coming out, and you pretty much have your uh, main event set up. Yeah, 
AJ's like, yeah, uh, we should team up and go against Cammy. And I, I like when Nakamura goes, you are losers. <laughs> telling, yeah. telling Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn after they were complaining about not winning the championship. Yeah. After they were screwed out of winning. Yep. Um, I agree with you. And, but, then, and then later on, Daniel Bryan made this an actual match. Yeah, and then Daniel Bryan in that same segment set up Sammy. No, was that the segment? Yeah, I yeah. think it was. Sammy, o, Sammy Zayn versus Kevin Owens next week. For what reason even? I think just because to Nakamura. the championship? Yeah, uh, number one contendership to face AJ at Fastlane. Right. Fastlane? So, yeah, at Fastlane. Is there two pay-per-views in February? I'm almost positive I heard him say Fastlane. Uh, elimination Chamber is in February. Fastlane is in March. There you go. So there's another oh, SmackDown pay-per-view. I didn't know that. Uh, they both get one. So they get, still get one. Both get one pay-per-view before uh, WrestleMania. All right. Well, that's enough time to let this play out. I Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. I'm always a fan of their matches. I know it gets tiring at times, but I'm I'm always good for it. Um. So next up, you had uh, what's any no? Uh, next up, you had the WWE US title on the line, uh, number one contendership on the line, fatal four way match. Rusev picking up the victory over Jinder Mahal, Kofi Kingston, and Zack Ryder. Um, unfortunately, Broski did not pick up the victory, but he did do the Broski boot. <laughs> so that's always nice. And he hit that solid drop kick on Rusev. Yeah. And Rusev picking up the victory with the accolade, uh, accolade on, uh, Kofi. Yeah. I thought Kofi. it was a good match. Aiden English, uh, Sunil Singh and, uh, Xavier Woods and Big E got booted from ringside. Yeah. Um, it was pretty solid. What's your take, Chris? Um, Zack Ryder should have won. You think that? But do you think there's like a, maybe a future where he does become WWE champion? I hope so. I mean, that's just me being a Mark boy, but you know, that's a, uh, I don't know. You know, they got to build him up again, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand Rusev doing it cause he's over and you don't want to have the whole baby face, baby face gimmick against each other. Um, maybe down the line at some point, maybe it's going to be a multi-man match for the United States title at WrestleMania, and he'll get Ryder will get his WrestleMania moment again. But I don't know. What about? Uh, I mean, Twitter. They keep teasing it. Hawkins is always like, "Hey, I'm here." Yeah, but I think WWE wants to keep this losing streak going because you know it eventually will get over. I've said it before about MVP. Yeah, plus it's different brands. Yeah. One is SmackDown, one is Raw. Brand splits. Brands. Yeah. Brand splits up. I mean, the the what, they'll probably do a, a draft again after. Uh, you know. It'd be funny. It's like Ryder goes to Raw, Hawkins goes to SmackDown. Yeah, right? Just tease with the IWC's emotions. But Rusev, I'm really happy with picking up this victory because you can't deny Rusev Day is over. He gets, no, he, Rusev, he, he, Rusev he Day is every day. Okay, he has a calendar. Yeah. He has a calendar. It's he a has a calendar. He's well, got I, I scream like this so I can talk over you because you're cutting me off every single time I try to say something. <laughs> He's got a bicycle. Yeah. Um, well, Rusev picked up the victory. He does have a calendar. Uh, he's got a mug. He's got everything. He's got a mug. Yeah, he's got a mug. He's got a Rusev Day mug, Rusev Day calendar. Uh, yeah, they are cashing out on Rusev Day. So. Which, does this, he has a title shot next week now? 
Yes. I yeah, the match is next week, I believe. Do you think so next- do you think you would rather have this kind of match where it's like a number one contender match or just have continuous US open challenges? Um I don't know. I, I like the US open challenge aspects to it, but I understand the necessity for this like number one contendership matches. You have to you have to put the US Open challenge where it's needed. Now that there's number one contenders, you don't really need it. You know, I'm assuming after this they'll probably go into a Dolph Ziggler Bobby Roode thing. So, you know, you need it you need it as like a bridge over between storylines for the for the champion. So, when do you see Dolph Ziggler returning? Yeah, next week after this, you know, he comes out Stands on the stage, oh. looks at Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode looks at him. Bobby Roode hits the, the, the glorious taunt. Cut to commercial or cut to a backstage segment. I don't know. I can't see Ziggler go. It doesn't make sense to me. Drop the title to come back to go for the title. But what if he comes back and says, I am still the champion? That's what I was going to say. I don't like it. I think that it's time to elevate him to the next level. Outside of the U.S. division, if not, this entire dropping is pointless. So you you say, but you it, tell me it, that. But he never said I'm dropping it. It was management that said it. So it's like technically they could run if they wanted to run with it. And I'm sure Ziggler and Bobby Roode could kill it. They could run with a like a Razor HBK type of thing and even do a ladder match leading to WrestleMania. They like that's the ladder match or something. I have no care, no care. Ziggler I... took himself out of it in my mind. I wouldn't if he came back for this title. I would laugh at it, and I probably wouldn't watch. But uh, next up, you had it was kind of weird. You had Uso's promo backstage first, where they had like close captioning going for it, and then you had them progress to an in-ring promo. Um, that, that still had right. They still used graphics for it, or no? I don't. I think the graphics stopped. That was just backstage. No, I the graphics least... didn't stop because when they said locked up, they right. showed the, uh, That's what I thought. Prison, the prison bars. So oh, we, saw, still... we saw these graphics start at right at the start of SmackDown with Shinsuke Nakamura's entrance. It was like, what the hell did I just see? Where they had him do his taunt and Rockstar came across the screen as if it was like a Microsoft screensaver. Really? <laughs> yeah. You have, to go back and, you have to go back and watch it. Can I, can I say something about this? Dude, yeah, tr- yeah, yeah. I could talk. This is incredible. You can always talk. We, that's the thing. We got so used to knowing when to just pull back and let one person flow or just pull back your thought and then chime in in five, take it back in two minutes and then go full-fledged. But do it. Do it. Go. Um, they're trying to distinguish brands between Raw and SmackDown. Um, that's why you saw the graphic. That's why you've seen this graphic change on raw they're trying to make it more streamed more media social media-esque that's why they have the big arrows that look like youtube now it's smackdown it's a quicker show the matches are quicker the backstage segments are quicker the show is designed to be quicker so they want to do something especially in this day and age especially with like a lot of video content too because i produce i produce video content that's one of my main sources of income and especially with a lot of the stuff I shoot, the guys that I work for, they want those lower thirds with words popping in and out and stuff like that. So that's why – and they want to make it engaging. But are they, you for, know, you are can, they for tweens? No. This is – no, it's not for tweens. But you want to make things engaging. 
you could sit and listen to a promo like that Uzo's promo. We probably wouldn't be talking about it to the extent that we would be if there wasn't those graphics in there. But now we're talking about it. It's making us remember these promos. But it's like negatively. You know, we would We would but it it still make any press is good press, right? Uh, exactly. Don't end me on that. Nah, um, it made me not want. Made me not want to watch SmackDown. It makes me want to watch SmackDown because you want to see how bad the next thing they're going to well, do. Well, I mean, in that maybe, sense, maybe the, yeah, when when Becky Lynch says just straight fire, maybe the whole screen will just shoot up in the flames or something like that. It's I good. would stop. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know, and also as much we're third, we're third. You know, we have you know back to seven years. It's been you know. It's seven years for us as we've drastically changed towards people as people besides Brandon. Um, but WWE caters to a younger crowd. They're trying to make it hip and cool with these crowds. That's why. And what's a big thing within just not just WWE, but the wrestling universe in general? GIFs. So they're trying to make SmackDown hip and trendy by making these GIF oriented images in there and trying to keep it, it appealed. There's a quote from Basketball. You know, uh, teens have the attention span of nanoseconds. Oh, okay, here's an Usos promo. Whoa, there's there's prison bars on the TV. That's cool. We don't think it's cool, but somebody else might think it's cool. So they're trying to appeal to this audience. I know. I don't know. I but... think it's tweens. It has to be. I blame Le- Logan and Jake Paul. I assume I they do stuff like that on their videos. It's like, it, it, like you said, the nanosecond thing. It's like two seconds, two seconds, two, th- two seconds. We need your attention. We're going to put it on the screen for you. I thought it was super annoying. Makes me feel like a knife is being jabbed into my stomach. That's how much it pissed me off. All right. I on. don't know. I, I'm not a fan of it. I think that it's just a bit too much. I feel like it's kind of like your grandparents getting into what, like, trying to find out what's trendy and what's cool. Exactly. Uh, I mean, they started, they, st- years old. they started it with, yeah. the, with the cell phone promos. I mean, yeah. That's the next cooking brand, guys. I'm just letting you. I'm not the post production. It's just all branded with the selfie stick the entire time. Take a cell phone. And I have to. I think the only time that those graphic, the on screen graphics work, is for what they were already using for using it for in WWE. That being broken, Matt Hardy, woken Matt Hardy. I agree like, with is you. Is he going to stop? Like it, that's the same thing they do on on SmackDown. It's not the same thing with the bars. A hundred percent. It's. And it goes across with the Uso penitent- penitentiary. Mom. No, but that, but no, but that they didn't bring it like when it said when they came out, they didn't throw the bars on the TV. It was in the middle of the promo. Right. Matt Hardy, Matt, Matt Hardy's coming out because it's a transition, the transition from let's say uh, a backstage promo to a Matt Hardy promo. They used that Woken thing as a transition to transition. This is what's happening right now. Matt Hardy's about to come on the screen. The Uso's penitentiary thing, the the, the, the prison bars was oh you got locked up, bam. I, I get that, but I just think so. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. At I all. mean, to me, it's to me, it's the same exact graphic type of situation. It's the same exact graphic. I don't know. Well, talking about transitions, this transitioned right into the Bludgeon Brothers coming out uh, as the Usos were making their exit, and then the Bludgeon Brothers go on to face Chris Wilde and Worry Gulak, uh, picking up the victory over them pretty quickly, which was so as expected, brother. Of Drew Gulak. Yeah. And that, that, that comes, he said, Rory Gulak is Drew Gulak's brother. Yeah. What did you say? That. Oh, Me? okay. 
Yeah, yeah. I oh, I was going to say that, like, the Usos promo was all about, like, oh, we defeated this person, we defeated that that team, this team, this team, that team, and nobody can defeat us, boom, Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, it was a great, it was a good transition. It makes you think, all right, well, I guess they haven't defeated the Bludgeon Brothers yet, so let's see what happens. Um, and then they this... defeat the Bludgeon Brothers and become the next Hall of Famers to be inducted. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, next up, you had Charlotte Flair doing her typical Charlotte Flair promo. Uh, Riot Squad, come on down. Start to beat her up. This pissed me off. And then... Um, she started shining like Hulk Hogan. I was like, no, this makes no sense. Yeah, I didn't this understand makes the makes no part. sense. And then finally, the Riot Squad beat her down, which was like, should have I been did, from the start. I didn't like Logan's, uh, Sarah Logan's cartwheel knees to the Why? back. That's, I think that's such a good move. What? No. Yeah. No way, dude. Mm-hmm. It's awful. I'm sorry. A move shouldn't take three seconds to accomplish. What are you talking about? I don't know. I thought it, I, I'm not a fan of it. Well, but this, this was the big setter up. Bigger setup here was Carmella running down to cash in the Money in the Bank contract, uh, only to accidentally drop kick the referee out of the ring. Yeah, um, and then she decides. You know what? Now's not the time. And if James Ellsworth were there, that wouldn't have happened. He would have thrown the referee right back into the ring. <laughs> That's why that she would have lost the contract. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. Um, next up, you had Baron Corbin pick up the victory over Ty Dillinger with the end of days. Uh, yeah. I wasn't how expecting many, Dillinger to look as strong as he did, though. How many times can we see Dillinger Corbin, though? I mean... I mean, they, they were coming off of the... Raw Rumble, that's why I still thought, that's why backstage I thought was uh, Corbin attacking him. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me why Corbin and Dillinger just haven't had the payoff yet. It's like they keep on doing stuff, doing stuff, doing stuff, and we haven't gotten a payoff, so it's kind of just dwindling there in I-don't-care territory. Well, maybe they need some graphics to come on the screen. Maybe. Maybe. Have end of days pop out when he hits the end of days. You like that's where, dude. That reminds me. What game was that for PS? Oh, SmackDown. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, that's what they're you, doing. Oh my god! It, I, I can't believe I, I didn't agree. think of that. Where you hit, where you go for the finisher, and SmackDown appears like huge across the screen. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's funny. Can you I didn't imagine think they about... start doing that? Oh please no. Be great. Oh no. What, do you actually believe that it would be great? Come on, Chris. Do you actually believe that? Um, if it, if it regales me back to my childhood and I get to remember, uh, you know, <laughs> the, the good old days of sitting in my room, uh, you know, with, uh, my women, uh, posters on my ceiling and, uh, you know, doing that. Yeah. Can you imagine they start putting up like health bars and stuff in the screen and turn, like they just like <laughs> up, up, down, down became so popular. This is where the future is. <laughs> the future is yeah. video games where we're making like, guys, this is it. Here's Thanks, a health meter. But... You guys just earned a, a finisher. <laughs> yeah. Time for, time to, for hot tag. Um, but talking about tag, next match was Gable and Benjamin picking up the victory over Bree Zango. Uh, match set up earlier on with the Fashion Files where they were all backstage ascension in uh, Bree Zango. And Gable and Benjamin came in backstage pretty much uh, telling like, them to grow threw, up. Yeah, they threw the computers everywhere. I thought that was funny. They were doing a Q&A. And uh, Victor goes, oh, this is a good question. Fandango, what's your favorite thing about Victor? He goes, next question. 
<laughs> yeah, I think that Ascension's being used perfectly or he goes with that. Yes, or whatever. Yeah. And Breeze goes, nice answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this but, led into that matchup. And I thought the end of that was really good, where Breeze was getting a bunch of offense, and then that led into the where he went for the Hurricane Rana, and he goes to flip him, and he gets pulled back up for the powerbomb position, and, and they they hit off the uh, their finisher off the yeah. top rope. I agree. Chris, what say you? Uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of Fashion Files, but it's just like... You know, it's just a, a quick match to throw in when you could have extended other things on the show. You know, like you're going to put a tag match before another tag match, which is your main event, which people are going to care about a lot more. I mean, we've seen SmackDown, though. SmackDown, for the better half of a decade or so, has been the land of tag matches. Yeah. There was I mean, one what... episode that we saw recently that I think was just tag team matches. Yeah, All right, whatever. Yeah, I, I think that, I mean... Realistically, there's really no other outlet to put your involvement of Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin uh, on like, the what's, card. What's even crazier, though, is like the the talent that got used on this episode. Like we saw Ryder wrestle, we saw Brizango wrestle. Like we don't see that every week. I uh, yeah, I guess so. But main event of the evening, AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura picked up the victory over KO and Zane. I uh, starting to see the breakdown of uh, Zane and Owens. I can't go through another festival of friendship, man. <laughs> I know it's uh, plays with your heart a little bit. I can't do it again. Well, you had you had them starting to go with the hot, like really hard tags. Um, then you had a up moment... slapping each other. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you had Sami Zayn leaving KO mid match, only to make a save at some point. But then it got escalated a little bit too much where Zayn finally left for good and resorted to watching backstage on television by himself. <laughs> um, and then after Nakamura and AJ eventually won backstage, they cut a promo and Sami Zayn was like, we're just fine. We're, we're still good. Who else has been doing this? Doing what? That the we're fine, nothing's going on. We're still friends. I don't know. You mean Chris may know. I don't know if you would, but Cody and oh. Kenny Omega on the Being Elite uh, YouTube show, they for the past like maybe two months, they've been doing that entire no, no, there's nothing to see. Like we are good, everything is good. We are fine, and. There's no breakdown. We're friends. So very similar to what's taking place with Cody and Kenny Omega. Um, which, yeah. Which, but, I mean, that's leading. They just did that on the their, their event. What? Omega pushed the young buck and then Cody hit him with the crossroads. Yeah. I mean, so very similar routes. I mean, I, I we were going to talk about it later, but Omega Cody, that's set up Supercard of Honor. It's official that they're facing each other at New or, uh, in New Orleans. But the Bullet Club, as we, like, we, I mean, as soon as we saw that spot, we thought it was going to be like, uh-oh, it's over. But it turned out that they're still... They're fine. Yeah. They're good. They're still friends. But, so that was SmackDown. Um, anything else to speak on? 
Uh, we have the Mixed Match Challenge. That took yeah, place. Yeah, that's right. Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss advance over uh, Sami Zayn and Becky Lynch. Um, I think this might be, uh, besides Carmella and Big E, my favorite pairing out of the entire all the teams. Dude, that oh, I, yeah. The one thing I wanted to see was that Twisted Bliss, and then it happened. That was awesome. I still haven't seen it, but I'm a. I, I've only seen promos from the tournament, and everything I see from Bliss and Strowman, I love. Like they had one where uh, they exchanged T-shirts. And Braun went to put on her T-shirt, and it's like an X, uh, uh, extra small, and it's very, very funny. I hope that they do that. This isn't the end of them being together, you know. I mean, they all look like they're having so much fun. And then yeah, the awkward yeah. part after the match. First of all, Raw is sweeping. Yeah, and I don't know if we mentioned it, but Mandy Rose replaced uh, Fox to team up with Goldust. Yeah, I guess yeah. she has she has a broken tailbone. Ooh. But Coxies. Uncomfortable. Yeah. But 205 they, Live. Yeah. 205 Live uh, is starting off a new era. And Daniel Bryan ushered in that new era with a new general manager. And that being uh, Superstar Potato. I mean, Rockstar Sp- I mean, Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick, uh, who was used to be known as Rockstar Spud, is now the GM. And I like I like him in this role. Do you guys are you guys as pissed as some people on the internet seem to be with the name change? No, no, not at all. I think it's perfect. Yeah. Fine. I think it's fine too. He gets to wear his suits. He gets to keep the whole gimmick. It's not like they're making him, uh, you know, be the next railroad Rudy. Yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate the fact that they even made reference to Rockstar Spud. Yeah, uh, the commentators said that, and I believe backstage they made reference to it as well. Um. People are so, like, oh, he should have came out like Rockstar Spud, and then they transition like, oh, call me this now, like they've done for other people. It's well, like, he's yeah, not hitting Tommy. Yeah, it's like completely unnecessary. But uh, yeah. yeah, he announced it's going to be a tournament leading up to a cruiserweight title match on the pre-show at WrestleMania this year, right? right? Like, oh, know, it's pre-show. No, I mean, no. probably. <laughs> probably. What if what if the two people in the finals are the Impact Champion Austin Aries and Neville? I guess we don't have to talk about that now, huh? What, like, yep. what if that happens, though? Austin Aries is the Impact Champion now. So, yeah. Which, how did that even happen? I watched the whole segment. I didn't understand. I don't I, I guess I, I fast-forwarded and completely missed it. It yeah. happened when he returned and then, like, seconds after that? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so he's the now the Impact Champion. He used to be the Cruiserweight Champion. Two guys that advanced this week uh, in the Cruiserweight title tournament. You had Cedric Alexander over Grand Metallic. Yeah. Yep. And then you had who was the other one? TJP over Tyler Bate. Yeah. Um, Which yeah, this, so this felt way more minutes. like the the Cruiserweight Classic than what we've been getting from 205 this lately. Is what, this is what 205 Live should have been the entire time. Yeah. And like and even like the the matches announced for next week, you have Kalisto versus Lince Dorado, and then you have Hideo Itami. Versus Roderick Strong coming over from NXT to do this tournament. And it's I like, feel like you're going to see a lot of guys yeah. NXT-wise coming up because they don't have 16 guys to cover this. They really don't, but like this is exciting. This is fun. This, Bring this back is... Colin Delaney to have a match in the Cruiserweight title tournament. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I'd be I'm good on that. For, I don't know. I think I'd be all for that. <laughs> I, I, would, I would probably I'd stop not watching watch it. Straight fire. Oh, yeah. Total straight fire. Okay. Totally. Let's take a break and we'll be right back 
here on Marking Out. This is Shane Hurricane Helms, and you're listening to Marking Out. And if not, what's up with that? That is right. Let's move on to some outside the ring news. I don't know why I said that is right, but uh, welcome back. Uh, the biggest announcement for this past week are some Hall of Fame announcements for WWE, that is. Uh, that being the Dudley Boys. Probably the most decorated tag team in WWE history. Definitely. Very odd to... Yeah. Well-deserving, but very odd that it's in New Orleans to not Philly or, or New York. Or New York, since the rumored location of WrestleMania 35 seems to be pointing at MetLife Stadium. Seems to be all but confirmed. Yeah. Um, which then there were also there were rumors that uh, WrestleMania 35 would be held at City Field, which to me wouldn't make sense to have like like I, what is their cap like forty five thousand? I have no idea. Compared to like eighty five thousand or something, so that wouldn't make sense. But maybe NXT Takeover is the reason why City Field was in like the the rumors of WrestleMania 35. I'd, I'd see that. Like, maybe they'd have, like, a takeover queen since, like, they're like, oh, we can't run the garden. We can't do anything from Madison Square Garden. Yeah, right. But I don't Who knows if they want to do shows like that. But also rumored for the Hall of Fame this year, you got Mark Henry and Ivory. Both, I think, well-deserving. Yeah, Why is Ivory I mean, in the Royal Rumble? Uh, yeah, Next who year. knows? Yeah. Next year. Maybe she was Next booked. Year. Maybe she was I don't busy. Know. Next year. Mark Henry, well-deserving, though. Um, both of them. Which, uh, now, Drew, apparently, he's the reason why Peter Rosenberg has a job. What a jerk. <laughs> Forget that. Mark Henry's not deserving anymore. Um, Drew McIntyre is going to be inducted as well, but this is going to be for the ICW Hall of Fame. WWE is allowing him to go over for the ceremony and everything like that. So, indie, indie feds have Hall of Fames? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean, they're they're a predominant company over there too. He he was PWG is a predominant company, and they don't have a Hall of Fame. Maybe they do. Ring of Honor is the sec the second biggest company in the United States. They don't have a Hall of Fame. I think besides the, besides me last. besides me maybe that's just being me being a picky wrestling fan. And um, uh, Jeremy Borash, rumor has it, may have signed with WWE. I, I think um, it's all but confirmed by him. Ed Hel- Helms, Ed Helms, whatever his name, the guy that owns Impact now. Yeah, why is he giving um, away? Like, yeah, we're like he's like giving away WWE stuff because he just doesn't care. He's like, yep, I lost a few to the Hardys. Might as well just uh, spoil everything. I don't know if I don't see it put out there by Ryan or Pro Wrestling Sheet, I don't really buy it. Like, it was disappointing um, that Rockstar Spud on like the night of the Rumble or whatever tweeted like, "Hey, get ready for this." I it's like. like that. I don't want to know that you're in WWE. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, hopefully, Jeremy Borash isn't an on-air talent, though. I hope it's just strictly production. Um, That's like I just don't know, like what, like what position would you fill with Borash? Like I, don't, I, don't I wouldn't know. mind if he does commentary or something. I just don't think it's necessary. That's the thing, too. I mean, you groomed a lot of these other wrestlers to be commentary. Such as like Saxon, Corey Graves, a lot of younger people to do that. 
I think Jeremy Borash, hopefully, is just production. Honestly, I think that's where his spot for WWE is. Go down to NXT and just do like do production stuff with like promos and stuff down there. That'd be amazing. Because he, yeah. he's produced like some of the best stuff for for TNA for Impact. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, talking about NXT, they got the tapings coming up. They're going to start doing that Dusty Classic again. Yeah, as for spoilers. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Maddie made her first appearance on the podcast. Maddie, say hi. Say hi. She doesn't know what she's looking into right now. She's looking into the microphone. She's like, what is this <laughs> going on? That's All right, fun. sorry about that. Yep, spoilers coming up. Dusty Classics uh, coming back again this year. I think there's... Yeah, Dusty Classics coming back clear this year. one clear winner, right? What do you mean? One clear winner has to be War Machine, no? Oh, Absolutely. I didn't even think about it. I think that's yeah. like that. That would be the only reason why they brought this back, in my opinion. No, they do it every year. No, last year they didn't have it. 2017 did not have a Dusty Classic. Authors of Pain? No, it was 2016. Oh wow. Okay. Well, hey, bring it back. Maybe well, they do about... it every other year. Hmm. I don't know. Well, talking about tag team is some tag team that will probably be in it. TM61. They will now be going under the name of the Mighty. Well, you know, if you knew them in Japan, they were the, the Mighty Don't Kneel. So it's just a spinoff on the Mighty. Which, so is TM61, but... Yeah, well, it's the Mighty 61. I think the plus 61 is the area code you have to dial if you go to Australia. Ah. Yeah, there you go. Interesting. Speaking Absolutely. of Australia... But, uh, hey, Brandon, what about your terrible uh, Australian accent? It's not that terrible. G'day there on the Outback. Can I have All myself right. a barbecue? All right, t- <laughs> what, what's, what's going on next? Uh, you, nothing, have to do it, you have to do it in the accent. Nothing has to do with the Outback, but uh, coming out of that there uh, retirement for WWE, now just sounding like Larry the Cable Guy there. <laughs> coming out of that there retirement, how do you get it done? Uh, Ric Flair came out of WWE retirement for a KFC commercial. What do you think about that? I was surprised that he actually got physical, kind of. Like, his last moment of retiring in WWE was HBK versus Ric Flair, and then he unretired and became the Colonel. They released a t-shirt for it. I saw that. I was like, I didn't see the KFC Rumble. I, dude, all I saw, I went to WWE shop and saw a, a Colonel Sanders Ric Flair t-shirt. I was like, what the hell is this? Especially because we saw AJ, on the internet, rumors, was AJ Styles won that KFC Rumble match. And then you had Ric uh, Flair come out, out of retirement, to have his final match in WWE was as the Colonel. I just don't get that KFC doesn't acknowledge any of this. I mean, right? Reba is now the new person, the new first ever female Colonel. But, but, to be, no, but to be fair, though, Becky Lynch was never selected as the Colonel. She was auditioning to be the Colonel. However, And they also they did shoot her a tweet after she was, like, annoyed about it. She was like, uh-huh. they were like, oh, setting the... The bar or whatever for it, something like that. Setting the bar for it, like yeah, like oh, set, like paving the road. Oh, okay, paving okay, the okay got it. Like that, I couldn't think of what the saying was. But um, Epico, I guess the reason why we haven't seen them recently, Epico underwent so- shoulder surgery. Yeah, hopefully he's all right. Joey Janela, Spring Break Two, going to be taking place April six at eleven fifty-five p.m. The first match announced is Joey Janela taking on the Great Suzuki Sasuke. 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 Suzuki. Suzuki. There's no Z in there. I don't know. Sasuke. There you Dude, go. Steve's just like, I want to go get a bike. I want to get a Suzuki. Suzuki. A great Suzuki. 
But um, hopefully this uh, this will probably be a match uh, event of the weekend again. And if uh, Janelle is tweeting out, uh, this is going to go till 7 a.m. Yeah. Nice. So uh, hopefully, uh, so go check that out. Uh, SmackDown Top 10. Daniel Bryan's announced the superstars. Uh, superstars will vote on who should get opportunities on SmackDown based on the most talented, their locker room leadership, and who has the most athletic skills. Superstars can't vote for themselves. I, again, another way to separate SmackDown from Raw. The stupid graphics, the superstar top ten. I think we know who number one is. The Undertaker. Zack Ryder. <laughs> Ryder. Um, we mentioned it before. It's going to be Omega versus Rhodes uh, for Super Card of Honor New Orleans. Yeah. So, yeah, and, a lot, uh, with uh, a lot of New Japan stuff. They're bringing all that New Japan stuff over this way. Yeah, it would be very, very cool. It's going to be a great weekend. Hey, Chris, any uh, match of the week? Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. Match of the week this week, because uh, we'll do that first, is going to be Aleister Black versus Adam Cole from NST TakeOver Philadelphia. As I said, the kendo stick uh, acai moonsault spot sold the match for me. And then Aleister Black took a... Really, he just gave caution to the wind and just took a bump through two tables. And it's just like... He didn't even protect himself. He's just like, okay, let me just gracefully fall through these two tables. Uh, go check it out. WWE Network, 999. Shameless plugs. Go. Shameless plugs. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you go check out John Faust. Give him a follow at Mr. John Faust. Can I throw one shameless plug in there? And I forgot to mention it earlier on the show. Yeah, do it up. Montreal Broski. MTL Broski. Uh, he has been a longtime supporter of this podcast and longtime listener of this podcast. Uh, last night, because Twitch is now the new cool thing, uh, he has a late night podcast called Late Nights with Broski. Uh, they watched a couple episodes of Cook with Brandon and put me over to the tilt. So it was really nice. It was yeah. really cool to see. We, you know, got a couple of extra hits on the old uh, YouTube channels. So maybe I'll uh, maybe work on this this afternoon. Not. Yeah, it was, it was super weird listening to I, people listen to it or watch it, and they're like the ref, the wrestling references are so, so obscure. Anyway, Montreal Broski, go check him out on Twitch. Brandon, who are you shouting out? Hello there, this is Randy Newman, and I'm telling you that you've got some shoutouts from Brandon. First shout out is going to WWE 24 WrestleMania 33. Did either of you see it? I assume Dave didn't, but maybe Chris did. I saw half of it. I watched the other half. I think it was really well done. I think their uh, 24 documentaries are always great. Um, so I wish it was longer. Check it out on the network. Uh, next up is an anti shout out. Doesn't make any sense. Going to WWE Shop because they did not have any new NXT merchandise this past weekend. They were ready with three Ronda Rousey t-shirts, but not one for TakeOver Philly? Come on. Messed Philly up. doesn't Philly doesn't need any merch. What are you talking about? There were so many people on the Velveteen Dream could use a t-shirt. Andrade Cien could definitely use a new t-shirt. You do it in Philadelphia or you wait three months till WrestleMania and put, put out a bunch you, of you stuff then? You release more t-shirts at WrestleMania time. Okay. What's your, what's your last shout out? Tetris. Are you kidding me? The best game ever, perhaps? Dude, Tetris is really good, though. No, you don't like Tetris? I like Tetris. I've been playing I love it. it. I played it on, on uh, the Game Boy Online or whatever, the emulators, whatever you call them. I played it on the Game Boy. I mean, that was honestly, it was the first Game Dave Boy still has game, game I ever Boy. had. I still I have do. a Game Boy. I have two Game Boys. You would. Well, one was the Game Boy original, and then one was the was it Game Boy Advanced. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, mm-hmm. so Tetris is an awesome game. But those are my shout outs. Now it's time for our Right, our marked out moment of the week. Uh, this week had like tons of mark out moments, which was the Royal Rumble. Absolutely un- unheard of to have this. The, the, many. Co- the conversation, the conversation that me and Dave had during the Royal Rumble was just like all just mark outs. So yeah, the Royal Rumble was just <laughs> agreed. It's like agreed. I, like but, it, but, honestly, and, like it started at Takeover for me at least. Like Almas coming out with the somber mask was awesome. I didn't really mark out for that. I marked out for EC3. EC3, 100%. Actually being EC3 is like, wow. Um, Nakamura actually picking up the victory over Roman Reigns. Yeah. That's awesome. And then Hurricane, Adam Cole, Amos being in the Rumble, all the women. But- Vicky Guerrero, I definitely popped for big time. Yeah. Yep. So it was a big mark out week. We marked out for the past seven years. This might be our last episode, guys. I'm kidding. It's not. Brandon won't let, Brandon won't let the show die. Yeah, we're, we're under contract. But, Chris, take it away. <laughs> take it away. So that was yeah, our show. Home. I get to take it home? Thanks, team. Take it home. All right, good. That's right, because I, I have to pull up that first episode. Anyway, thank you for listening to the seventh year anniversary show of Marking Out, episode 300-something or other. 65, uh, brother. Sorry, brother. Um, I hate you so much. Really, I don't know really why. I, I like you, Chris. I've always liked you. Uh, anyway, marketout.com, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google, Amazon, um, Catch. No, I, I don't know. Anyway, podcast sites. Just uh, just Google us. Just Google marketing out. You'll we'll probably the first thing that pops up. Uh, Facebook.com slash marketing out. Twitter.com slash marketing out. Marketing at one at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, Chris Sweendog. Dave on Twitter, Dave the Rave underscore MO. Brandon on Twitter, D, uh, whatever, B2TG161, kidding, uh, BTTG161, Bra- cook, cooking with episode, Bra- ep- cooking with Brandon episode, wow, it's been, it's just, it's been a, a long, take a breath, take a yeah, breath, yeah, it, it's been a long episode, guys, I think, for all of us, besides Brandon, it's been a very long episode, so that's two of us, um, marking out 11 on YouTube, cooking with Brandon, episode six is coming soon, thank you to... Nick Montocho for making our logo so long ago. Thank you to Ring Rope Rebellion for making our music so long ago. Uh, thank you for everybody for listening to this podcast for the past seven years. Um, anyway, we wish you the best, best of, of luck in your, your future, future endeavors. endeavors. And well, fantastic and week. Cool. I quit. A roof? No, I I quit. I quit. I quit. <laughs>